0: We are recording. So. Okay.
1: 19. I know. Hosh Geld did. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy, everybody.
0: My yes. name is Ashley. I'm Kristen. And uh yeah, you're getting an episode. Technically, this episode is early this week because I know, such a trip. And know, oh, even though it it's funny because it's been over a week since we mm-hmm. last recorded, but because of the day change, it gave us like a little bit of a break. So um I wasn't going to drop this episode until Thursday. It's Tuesday right now as we're recording mm-hmm. this, but I'm going to drop it as soon as we're done and I get it edited because, um, I don't, I just don't want to forget. And Ashley has a fun announcement that is going into Yee! effect today. So I don't oh want to put gosh. that, I don't want to put that off for the next two days. Um, well, but, like, it could take, I, I think sometimes it
1: might take time for them to show up just okay. as a warning. Okay.
0: But, um, yeah. but, yeah. So I'm just going to release this. I was like, we'll record on Tuesday. I'll release it Thursday because just as an FYI, you guys, since uh, Senchal Kapama airs on Saturdays now, more than likely our episodes will probably drop sometime in the afternoon on Thursday or early Friday mornings from mm-hmm. now on. Uh, just because we need time to be able to not only watch the episode, but take our notes and all of that. And now that it mm-hmm. airs on Saturdays, recording on Mondays isn't always doable because that gives us like Sunday to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty yeah. much it. So um, yeah. Though I will probably be live watching a lot more
1: now. Yay. Which is – I know. It was so nice you to guys be that able was to live
0: watch again. So fun. And like um, a few of you had asked us because Ashley did live reactions with me in our Instagram stories, which was <laughs> a lot of fun. And you guys like loved that. And then a few of you asked us to go live afterwards, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe we will just because we have the time. And I was thinking like five of you might like show up, and I think Holy there was crap. like a hundred of you in there at one point. Like, yeah, it was insane. It, and then a bunch of you stayed for the whole 80 minutes that we were live. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was so much fun. So, we'll try to do stuff like that more regularly. I can't promise that every live watch. Um but we had a lot of fun just chatting with you guys and taking your questions and all of that live. The only thing I realized, I didn't, well, I realized it after the fact because that was our very first live. When you save it, it doesn't mm-hmm. save people's typed in questions or anything, it only oh. saves the videos. So there were a few times where, like, we just answered a question without reading it out loud. And then, okay. for people who are re watching, they don't know what's being said. So, I was like, "Okay, next time when we do this, I'll make an effort to like make sure we read what somebody's saying before we respond to it."
1: Yeah. Cuz I was like, "Oh, that's, that's a good a, idea."
0: That's a bummer cuz we're so used to people screen grabbing like Kareem and Hyundai's lives. So when you screen grab it, that's different. It mm-hmm. records everything on the screen, so we see people's comments, we see the questions, but when you just save it as a download, it does not do that, and I didn't realize that. But we were that's good. That's ab- good to know. Yeah, and we were good about it for the most part. I think I only counted like 3 maybe 4 times where we just answered directly without like fully reading something. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, we'll have to remember to do that. That way for those of you who watch it after the fact, you'll you'll know what the heck we're talking about. Yeah,
1: you'll know the context of everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um anyways, do you do you want to talk about our announcement? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> We have new merch, guys. Yes! Oh, my gosh!
1: (laughs) We just got the finalized designs today. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, he sent them this morning, and I am in the middle of uploading our new designs onto Zazzle. I'm going to make sure the collections are all nice and complete and beautiful. So if you go on right when this episode drops, there might be stuff still missing, but just keep in – bear in mind, I'm – the plan is basically for me all the rest of today to upload the designs and to get them all in there. So Yay. we have some Sanchal Kapama specific stuff. We have, um, another by uh, which is, I, I love it. I mean, it's kind of, it's very, <laughs> it's a little, I was going to say it's a little niche to the Facebook group. Yes. It's dedicated to
0: our Facebook group, girls for sure. Yeah, because it's a scissors versus sleeves. Oh, uh, I love it. I you guys, <laughs> I loved it so much. When she sent these, there were two we were picking from and they were mm-hmm. both great because our designer, Matt, is a sweet baby angel. He does He's not amazing. he does not watch DZs at all. He has no clue about any of this, but you'd never guess based on the way he designs merch for us. You would think he knows all the stuff, like that he watches yeah. along with us, because he makes it so relevant to it's-
1: it's it's because – this is going to be really – sound really weird, but he's like my INFJ buddy. Like okay. we're both INFJs uh-huh. and we'll talk about it. And so he's very intuitive and I honestly think that is how he's so good at it because I will send him just like, okay, I know this doesn't make sense, but can we get something with like scissors versus sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably like, what does that even mean? And not only does he send us – these killer designs, but he'll give us a few options. Yeah, so, he'll
0: he'll make like two or three different kinds, and it's so yeah. hard to choose because they're all so good. Like they're all so good. They're all so good. So I,
1: he's he's amazing, Matt. We so
0: appreciate you so much. And, you have no idea. I don't yeah. think I've ever even spoken to him. It's always you, but yeah, he. Yeah, I'm very grateful for you, Matt.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, I know I, he doesn't even listen to the podcast. He doesn't like anyway. <laughs> it's just every time it's it's the home run every time. So we really appreciate that. Yes. Um, so yep, we've got some. Um, How many some did we final? March? What did we final it down to? Four, five? I think it's I think it's six technically. Oh, okay. But we've got some, some things that we haven't ever had before. Like, uh, some of them are in white. So you'll be able to order a dark or a colored shirt or yeah. item and have the logo actually be white, which I'm actually really excited about. Me that too. tends to be the kind of design that I go for, not yeah. necessarily white everything and then the colored design. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about those. We have one that is designed straight from The Lit Wallflowers girls, right?
0: Yes. Okay. So – Is it –
1: was it Wendy's idea?
0: Yes. And – Okay. So, girls, before – you two specifically, we are sending you – Yes. Shirts. You just need to message us your sizes because two – well, did we wind up using both versions of that design? Okay. Uh So, we have two designs with a new saying on them and it was completely Wendy's idea. Like, Mm -hmm. she – um. She sent me a gift package with a card in it and she wrote – should I say what it was? Yeah, say so, it. <laughs> so she wrote in it, um, talk DZ to me. And she was like, that'd be a great new merch design. And I was like, Ashley. I immediately texted her and I was like, how genius. have we never thought of this? It that is, is genius. genius. So we have – two of the designs are logos that say talk DZ to me. And mm-hmm. because they were – the only reason we even – Came up with getting merch for this. We're gonna send you girls shirts yes. that say that because as a thank you because we appreciate it so much. Um, yeah, those those are Eric's favorite. <laughs> are they? <laughs> he, he saw those. He's all. He's all. That's good. Talk easy to to uh-huh. me. <laughs> I am so excited about the. I want like a piece of every kind of merch that there is with that on it. I know. Um, I know. And then we also have. Um, there's one that's a hand squeezing a lemon, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we've got some robots and stars
1: and flowers and crowns mm-hmm. uh, merchandise. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited. Um, like I said, you guys will be able to check
0: that out uh, today as soon yeah. as the episode drops. You put the designs are all. Maybe I can share them on the Instagram. Like, are they still you, on sure. like those? Are they still on those like mock-up shirts? Yeah, yeah. Then I'll I'll share those on. Um,
1: we I'll, can share those on I'll, Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll send you the stuff. Perfect. Um, that way they can look at them when they're looking at this episode post. Mm-hmm. And then that way they'll know what to look for in Zazzle. So anyways, yeah. that will be up. We're super excited about that. Um, yeah. And we figured, hey, let's get it up in time for the holidays if you want to treat yourself totally. or your DZ loving bestie. Um, yeah. So yep. anyways, that was like the most exciting piece of housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. Um, uh i think honestly that was it i just wrote bye bye fa because we found out that ali is leaving in episode 21 Mm -hmm. which i'm not sad about i'm sad for ali but i'm not sad for fa um yeah i'm like ready for him to go but anyways especially after this episode like Mm -hmm. yeah which obviously we'll talk about um a couple things Oh, somewhat – a few people actually had requested. So I was like, you know what? We'll do that this week since a few of you asked. They want to know what each of our top three scenes from this episode was, like, when it's all over. So at the end – Okay. We can say, like, okay, these were my top three moments or scenes or whatever. Okay. And then what else? What else? Did you watch the second fragment? Because it only dropped today. I did. Okay. I don't know if I saw it with subs, though. That's all right. Yeah. 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 This it was very few subs. Okay, I can yeah, tell yeah. you the gist of what she said, just so when we talk about all this at the end. But yeah, all right. Well then, um, I guess if there's anything else and it pops into my head, I'll, I'll say it. But other than that, I think we can start start right in. Um, okay, because we pick up where we left off, right? Yeah, we get that entire scene. It's not just
1: that final conversation with Sarkan and Ada. We we get FA again with yeah. his little not little, with his lie, his big fat lie. Yep. Um, about, oh, I messed with the printer settings, blah, blah, blah.
0: On accident.
1: Ugh. Yeah, whatever. But I love that Sarkhan is like, okay, well, he's not going to tell the truth, and he at least admitted to something, so I'm going to make this full pay.
2: hmm
1: So essentially we get them kind of arguing, and uh, Edda is <laughs> – Telling. She's obviously upset at Sarcon, and rightfully so, because he's jealous of her, but then he'll eat dinner right in front of her with his ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. And he's like, You think I'm jealous of you? Which is so priceless. <laughs>
0: uh yes, we know. So yeah, we know. Mr. Mr. <laughs> drain the Pool.
1: Mr. Burn Those Stupid Flowers. Uh-huh. I was
0: just gonna say, <laughs> and we get a new catch, we get a new catchphrase this week. <laughs>
1: So she's she threatens that she's going to continue her life and that she's not going to just sit around and wait for him. Yeah. So this starts something that happens kind of throughout the whole episode of him wondering what the heck that means and yeah. if that means that she is going to be pursuing a new relationship.
0: Yes. I also, desperately after this episode, really need to see – Saline knocked down a few pegs and put in her place, specifically by Sercon because mm. this is starting to feel very John and Poland to me, like, where he's just in constant denial about what her intentions are. And we've – same thing, like, we've known each other for so long, we've seen each other through a lot, but, like, refusing to see that this person, like, desperately wants you and is going to follow you around like a lost puppy until you do something about it.
1: I'm hoping that that final scene between her and sarcon when before she leaves, mm-hmm. was her wake up call. I, I really, hope so. I'm like, what is it going to take?
0: Yep. Well, and because, and I, I know we'll get there because it's at the near the end. But when we live watched and she mm-hmm. like has that crazy break everything in my house thing, there were mm-hmm. no subs, so I no. didn't know what she was saying. Yeah. So during the live watch, I was like all about that scene. Like, yep. So cathartic. So this. And then when I watched with the subs, I was like, oh, honey, no. The context totally changed. The context completely changed. And I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get into detail about that when we get there. So, anyways, yeah. basically all this to be said, I wrote this is war, and Edda Mike drops on out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sarah which props to him. He confides in his buddy, he's venting to his bestie. Yeah. who again like ingen he i swear he is the epitome of those who can't do teach <laughs> like because he constantly gives Serkan great advice great when it comes advice. to Edda. like yeah drops those truth bombs that he needs to hear all of that but then i'm like but with then you Pirelli, watch him with her and he's so stupid with yeah. her like such a dummy Who, by the way, was missing for all but the couch. Well, she didn't have, I think, one line. She didn't have any lines. Nope. She just wound up sitting on the couch during the press conference scene. And that was it. She was not present at all in the episode. And I was a little worried because I was like, I didn't actually notice until it was pointed out to me. Which I was like, Mm. well, that's not good. Like,
1: for a character
0: to not be noticeably absent. Right. Um. So, I I hope good things are coming for her. And I hope maybe some more – um, dimension to her character because I was like, crap, that is not a good thing. When I'm like, oh, Parole was missing, wasn't she? And right. it wasn't like, oh, something was missing from the episode. Right. Um, Granted, there are a lot of side characters in this show. So true.
1: she might have just had some personal stuff going on and they just like wrote her out for the time.
0: That's what um, I was thinking is like photo shoot. I know she does music stuff she's working mm-hmm. on. So hopefully she was like recording more music. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but we love The Shock. So, yes. Um, anyway, so he's venting to Angin, who's giving him great advice. Um, and Ada's venting to the Kazlar. Yes. Who are like, okay, well, you know,
1: what did you mean? <laughs> so they're all kind of, it's, we're getting parallel conversations again.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, you know, basically, Angin's like, well, she's free to date. So, I mean, you know, this is a real possibility. And of course, the girls are like, you're free to date whoever you want and you <laughs> should. Like, and he, and, Serkan's questioning it like, no, she wouldn't really do that, would she? Like, I don't think she would. And Edda's very adamantly saying, I can't do that because basically, yeah. like, he's all I can see. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, and he's like, I think she just said that because she was angry. And then, of course, she tells the girls, I only said that because I was angry. Yeah. But I love how well they still – like, they know each other mm-hmm. with this stuff because he's clearly just speculating, but then she's confirming it um, for yes. us. And they're so. still
1: so synced up without really realizing it. Yes. Which is so beautiful. hmm So it, does Edda go to bed or something? She, she, goes she get, gets up. She goes to get tea. Okay. And mm-hmm. then the Kuzlar they decide to plot and invent a fake guy. So,
0: Oh, my gosh. Because Melo <laughs> is the queen of inventing fake boyfriends, I guess. Yes. Apparently.
1: So, According to her, she is. <laughs> so –
0: now, I know we have started dubbing her sulky saline, but I feel like she even went like five steps above that this episode, but mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a good S word. I even mm-hmm. looked at – I even looked up words in Turkish to see if something translated with an S. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, she deserves something far above this now because she's gone beyond sulking. She's like – I don't know what she is, but yeah. Anyways, um, she's like, Khan, you're home. Do you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, are you for real? Yeah. cause have some respect for yourself like i know I, I and i love that he's like no i'm tired like and she's yeah. like okay i guess i'll go take a shower and i'm like yes go take a shower
1: yeah go take a shower leave him alone
0: also um did you know that selene in turkish means flood
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i did not know that i wouldn't have even thought Oh my gosh! Okay, of course.
0: so because people were talking about her a lot on Twitter this week, mm-hmm. of course, yeah, and those, <laughs> everybody's over it, <laughs> yeah. And so those who were talking about her in Turkish, every mm-hmm. time I would translate the tweet, it kept saying oh. "flood," and I was like, "What the heck?" So I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, another more flowery translation from mm-hmm. Turay was like, um." a woman a woman's name that means strong flowing waters and i was like are also flood uh-huh. <laughs> so anyways i just thought oh, that was I interesting that that's what the problem was at her house Supposedly, anyways, because her house looked fine by the time she got there. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But anyways, her name means flood, so I had to tell you that. That's really funny. Anyways. <laughs> strong so,
1: flowing water. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and you know if this was Edda's name, we'd be like, it's strong flowing water. And <laughs> <I know. laughs> she's this and she's that. But because Selene, it's, it's because she's always crying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> drowning in a flood of her own sorrows. Her own I'm sorry, not sorrows, self pity. Yeah, maybe she'll choke on it. Self pity, Celine. <laughs> there you go. I feel like that's a, a step above sulky, right? Because oh, I think you so. can you yeah. can sulk about anything, but this scowling, is scowling, specifically... sulking, self pity, Celine. Perfect all of those things. All of the above. <laughs> Anyway, so
1: much better things. Mm -hmm. Sarkhan sits down and he pulls out his book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he is staring at the picture of Mm -hmm. him and Edda. Mm -hmm. And he's reminiscing about that time when she just looked so beautiful. And now these are their thoughts, right? This is not him reading the
0: book. I don't know. I think it's reading the book. Okay. And obviously what I should have done was like – I had – I should have looked these words up in Turkish because it probably would have come up. But I I took it as because he had the – I mean, I guess it works either way. I I could see it based on how much of the book I've read. Mm -hmm. I can see this being a direct quote from the book. Okay. Especially near the end. Okay. Um, But it could just be their thoughts. Either way, they're beautiful. Yes, they are. Because he
1: says – as he's thinking about the engagement party mm-hmm. and when he
0: very nice, very kindly zipped up her dress for her. Okay. Did we get more of that footage for this or did we, it, has it just been 17 weeks since we've seen that episode? I think it's just been 17 weeks. Okay. Because yeah. I was but like – It was definitely
1: a can't breathe moment. As we were reliving that. Mm-hmm. Because he says, the mere possibility that you can be with someone else drives me crazy. That he would touch you like I do and like I did. The fact that you will smile at another with that smile that makes my day brighter. That
0: made me so sad.
1: I know. I know that this is selfish, but I want you to be only mine. Mm -hmm. I want you only looking at me, to only smile at me, to touch only me, to be only mine. And then Mm -hmm. we switch over to Ada. And what is she looking at?
0: The guitar pick. I love it. So she, of course, is now thinking, I cannot get you out of my heart. As long as you are, how can I love another? My yeah. soul, my body, my heart, everything belongs to you. I know it's impossible, but I want I want you to look only at me, to only smile at me. To touch only me to be only mine. And then she like kisses the guitar pick. And of course, we got a flashback to that when he first gave it to her. And I was like, man, I want to go rewatch these episodes. I need someone much more talented than myself to make an edit of just all those moments so that I can just watch it all on a reel on YouTube or whatever. Because, yeah, I just need all those moments compiled together as like their own special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, clearly, they're on the same page, <laughs> but neither of them really knows it, right? Because she's got something to prove, and he's got to keep his distance or so he's convinced of, you know. And, um, so we switch over to Idon, and she's getting her massage, and basically, she's coming up with antics because she is now team Edzer. She is. And while someone pointed out today that – and I was like, this is a good point. You know, it doesn't entirely absolve her of her culpability in things leading up to this. Like, her terrible advice to Serkan about, like, her stable boy and, like, basically telling him (laughs) you need to lie to her and that's the kind thing to do. Right. She's also realized the mistake of her ways – um, mm-hmm. I would I would like to see a conversation happen, though, where she tells SirCon, like, I'm so sorry. Like, that is not what I should have told you to do. That was yeah. a bad idea. You know, maybe even, like, I wonder what would have happened if What's-His-Name had come to me and hmm. told this to me, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Anyways, so all that to be said, she is, like – she basically is confirming that they both got invited to breakfast without the other mm-hmm. knowing because she wants to be able to gauge if there's still love between them or if it's just animosity.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, yeah. And then she basically is like, I'm going to go to my society meeting, but she wants Edda to think that she can't go anywhere without her yet. Yeah. So it'll keep her close so that she can, again, gauge all this stuff because she yes. wants them back together. Yep. Yep. And then Alptekin is off to sports, of course. Okay, listen, this dude is giving me such whiplash every episode. I know. I don't know what his deal is. I am like, okay, literally you were like, you've been – you made yourself sick and got yourself hospitalized so much mm-hmm. over needing to confess and bring this whole thing to light, the whole, you know, uh, holding accident at his parents, all of that. Because you want your, you'll never be able to mend your relationship with your son. You'll never be able to this. But then you've he's been so like whatever and just all about his sports and working out the last couple episodes and not even concerned about the things that are happening. Yeah, and he's turned all cold. Like yeah, because he
1: was kind of tracking that way for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. it was like he got a little bit of a wake up call, and was. Wanting to be home with Aidan more and all these things. And now it's like we're right back to the way he was where he's just as busy Mm -hmm. with with things, but it's – he's busy with different things now. That's the
0: only thing that's changed. Right. He's just not busy working. Now Mm -hmm. he's just distracting himself with other stuff. And I'm like, is this just you living in denial because you don't want to deal with it? Or Mm -hmm. am I giving you way too much credit for your character and you're just like a terrible person? I know. I don't know. It's it's bizarre though. I agree. So
1: yeah, who knows? So who he knows? just kind of acts like a fool the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. And he tells Idon that his coach doesn't have time to to teach her.
0: So <laughs> she's like,
1: Okay, cool, that's great.
0: Yeah, and now like all the mending and stuff they've been working on with their marriage is clearly not just at a standstill, but like, we're taking fifteen steps backwards here because mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yet to even tell him that she's left the house. And I don't blame her because mm-hmm. anytime she's come close to anything like that, he's been too busy to let – you know, to – for her to talk about it. But then like two episodes, three episodes ago, he's like, maybe you can please try therapy because it'll be so good for us. I want to be able to take you out to dinner. I wanted this. Right. And then like he has now zero interest that. Now he couldn't in ca- care less about her? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. We'll stop. He's he's not worth all this airtime. No, but, he's not. <laughs> um, so – Basically, he's off doing his sports the entire time, except for a yeah. couple things. Um, yeah. The Kizlar basically are telling Idon – not Idon, sorry. I-Fair. I <laughs> um, about their secret flower plan. They want to make up a boyfriend for her, send flowers to her, right. see if Serkan will get jealous. She does eventually relent and um, is like, okay, tell me the plan. And mm-hmm. then we find out Edda's about to go see Idon because, yes. you know, of course – as far as we know, she wants to be able to get out of the house, but she still can't do so uh, – excuse me – without Edda's help. Right. So we switch
1: over to F.A. and Ferry and they're talking about budget work and stuff for the sports complex, all of this business stuff. And this is kind of where F.A. T- uh, kind of spills mm-hmm. to Ferry that Celine is staying at Circon's. And I said, and Farid's reaction is all of ours. Uh She has all these places. She has her parents. She has hotels. She has Pearl. But who does she choose to
0: go to? Mm -hmm. Serkan, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. So um, I also liked in this scene when – because this is when Farid also gets that phone call, right, from like the lawyers. Yep. And I love that he's like, "Uh, that's weird. They want to talk about this whole collapse and stuff from the past, not the recent one. And that's weird because I was under the impression only you knew about that. So did you tell them? Yep. I, I love that love... he puts his feet
1: to the fire. Yeah. He's like,
0: so what's the deal? Did you do this? Because mm-hmm. I sure didn't. Mm-hmm. And I know that Alptekin didn't do that. Yep. I love it. So, of course, FA's like, why would I do that? I'm a partner. It would affect me too. Well, he doesn't actually say no, mind no. you. Yeah. Of so, course. So, anyways. So they agree not to say
1: anything for the time being. Blah, blah, blah. So… Safi and Idan are prepping for breakfast for their little plan. Oh my gosh! Uh, And Serkan comes first, and then he's like, "Oh, why is there another seat at the table?" And Safi's like, "Uh, it's for me." (laughs) And then so funny. (laughs) And then surprise, Ada comes, and I love that she just
0: says "Good morning" to Idan (laughs) specifically. I love this third person talk so much. (laughs) It's so good. Good morning, Idan Hanum. Why is Serkan here?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And he's like, Serkan is here because his mother lives here. So the real <laughs> question is, what is Edda doing here? <laughs> I love it so much. So they're. Oh, Can, so
1: go what? Ahead. Can no, I just no,
0: point out? Well, number one, I want to point something out and put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. But Serkan's like, why are we eating outside in this weather? It's about to rain. Uh-huh. Rain. The subject of rain comes up a few different times. During this episode. During this episode. Yeah. And someone, Marie, I believe is her name, she sent me some stuff on Twitter and was like, I don't know if you thought about this. I'll read it at the end because I feel okay. like it's most prevalent at the end. But her, she, it was her sister who was like, hey, did you notice this? And then she like passed it on to us. And I just can't say enough how much I love that you guys are so into this like sca- yeah. symbolism scavenger hunt with us because – you have helped me not have to dig and do so much research lately. It's so yeah. nice. Um, anyways, cool. but I just wanted to point out, he points out that it looks like it's about to rain. Okay. And there then also that Edda could have sat down next to Safie. Oh, I know. She, or at the other end of the table. Know.
1: We all know if she were so repulsed by Sarkhan, uh-huh. she would have literally turned around and said, "Idan, Hanum, call me when you're done with breakfast and left. Mm-hmm. We know that Eda is capable of walking mm-hmm. away if she really wants to, mm-hmm. but she didn't do that. <laughs> no, she did not. So Idan is like, oh, we have some business, you know, and then we're going to go on an outing. <laughs> so... um. She comes. It is like, well, we can leave right now if you want. She's like, no, no, let's have tea. You know, we'll have a little bit. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get everything ready. And Safi goes and grabs stuff. And Sarkan's like, Safi, if like at least you, like at, at least two, you could have, <laughs> yeah, at two, two Safi. Br- uh-huh. <laughs> so then we have
0: the most such. End- oh. oh my gosh. Okay, talk oh about gosh. it, talk about it, talk about it. This
1: this is the <sighs> stupidest thing to be so swoon-worthy, but it is so swoon-worthy. It is because, so swoon-worthy. Because this man is so thoughtful. He loves Ada so much and pays attention to the tiny details mm-hmm. to such
0: has, a degree. Which he's talked about how he pays attention to small details when it's something he really cares about.
1: Uh-huh. He probably... Couldn't care less about how Celine takes her bread, takes mm-hmm. her toast. But that man gets toast from his mother and completely subconsciously. Absent, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh. he's not even thinking about it. And he starts taking off the crust of the bread and then hands it over to Edda, hands it over. And then you see the realization dawn, dawn. on both of them. And he's yeah. like. She like stops her coffee mid-pour and is like. Uh, uh yes. And it and there and also as this is happening, Idon is asking how his apartment, how his house is, mm-hmm. and he mentions that he has everything except flowers. Mm-hmm. Again, I think very important because he's not just talking about flowers. Nope. And he's kind of being a snot about it because he's like, Ada said she would settle the matter with the flowers, but apparently she
0: won't. So I'm like, all right, boy. We know that's not what you're really worried about. No, but okay. It's not. Well, and she even says, like, listen, if I said I would do something, I will do it, which is true because mm-hmm. she's mentioned several times how the Yoldas keep their promises. Mm-hmm. I am very curious when that happens because I want to. You know, those flowers that she picks out for his house are all going to mean something. Like they're mm-hmm. they're going to like spell out a message, and I can't wait to try and decode it. Yeah. Um. So can I just say the whole bread thing? Hmm. The other – I don't know because, again, I don't know how often you even check our, like, Twitter anymore. But yesterday I posted something and it's funny because I wasn't even thinking about this episode. Okay. At all. But I should have saved it um, because now – Because I have some tweets from when I was watching. (laughs) You're going to have to scroll now. I'm going to have to scroll. But basically, what happened was yesterday morning, it was like 7.30, and Jason came into the bedroom because he'd probably been up for like an hour already.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And he was like – he was like, hey – I heard I, I thought I heard you like wake up and moving around. He's like, I didn't make coffee yet because he's so funny. He'll like if there's leftover coffee, he'll like drink what's in the bottom of the pot from the day before and just like heat it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> like typical construction worker. But um so but he knows I don't like doing that because it's yeah. gross. Yeah. And so <laughs> But he – and usually I set up the coffee filter the night before. So all I have to do is like push the button. But I didn't do it the night before because I was up late watching DZ's. Mm -hmm. And so he brought in like the coffee filter basket and was like – and the coffee and was like, can you pour the grounds in so I can make – like see the level so that it's strong enough for you? Because he knows I really like my coffee strong. Yeah. So he's like, can you pour it? That way I can just see like what the level looks like so I'll know how to do it by myself next time. And it was like so sweet. Like I don't – And so I wound up, like, tweeting that he did that. I was like, I know this has nothing to do with DZ's, you guys, but it was just very, like, sweet and, like, such a, like, small, quote, meaningless gesture. And
1: -hmm. then,
0: so funny because I wasn't even thinking about this scene, but then all these people were replying and, like, that's, like, him taking the crust off your bread. (laughs) Yeah yep and it's like those things like mean so much because like again they're paying attention like he knows i like my coffee strong and he wasn't just like oh well i'll make it and hope that it's strong enough he was like can you show me how many grounds you put in so i can like eyeball it for next time like it was just very sweet so those are the good ones you guys they are you guys yeah (sighs) so he's
1: like he's like oh i'm so sorry i did it unconsciously because you like it that way and everybody kind of freezes. And mm-hmm. then look at Safi's face. That is a new meme. <laughs> I was like, like Safi is all of us. All of we're us. We're all melting inside as he did this. Mm-hmm. And so, but it it just kind of shakes up, Edda. Because yeah. I, I mean, it would shake me up too. Because I'm yeah. like, you broke up with me, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I You are so confusing, I don't even know how to deal with this. So she's like, I don't know. I'll be with the horses whenever you're ready to, to leave. And mm-hmm. then she takes off. Yeah. It's just I, – I feel for her. It, it was such a swoon-worthy moment. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely understand why she would just take off after yeah, that.
0: Yeah. Why it would be a little p- – I mean, just like the library when she tells him, like, you're so confusing. Imagine if the roles were reversed and I broke up with you but then kept following you around and doing all these things. and Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, so he goes to see her at the horses. Do you have this? Oh, I do. Okay, um, yeah. So he winds up following her like ten seconds after she gets up and leaves. He's like, "Yeah, pardon me." He's and like, "Mom, what are you trying to do?" Yes. bye. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's so funny because I'm like, man, can we just take a moment and breathe in the growth from episode one? I don' mm-hmm. to this. I don' especially later when they go to that society meeting oh my gosh yeah the claim she lays to edda is just so good yeah um anyways so he walks over she's petting one of the horses and Serkan says has has mom ever told you about this horse she says no he says i chose her among many horses but she didn't want me at all did she mm. parenthesis are we talking about horses here Nope. Mm -hmm. And he says, In the first few weeks, she did not allow me to approach her. She did not allow any love or affection. And she definitely did not allow me to sit on her. And he says, Then at the moment when I thought there was a connection between us, I sat on her and then she threw me off. And then Edda finally speaks and says, And then what happened? Did she get attached to you? And he says, Nope. Until now, She still does not allow anyone to ride her. Only from afar are you allowed to approach. She's noble and she's a stubborn horse. And then Edda says, maybe you don't know how to love her. And he says, she just doesn't understand it. Like, she doesn't understand the way he's loving her. Which is so them, because of course... He's loving her by being broken up with her in his yeah. mind because yep. of yeah. this. Yeah, thing. guys, SirCon is the horse. By the way, in mm-hmm. case you didn't catch that, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, and yeah, so
1: he... yeah. Well, it's the whole keeping her at a distance. Mm-hmm. She, he doesn't. She. He doesn't understand how to be loved, mm-hmm. and I love that. I love that Ada's like, maybe you just don't know how to love her because Ada yeah. for sure knows how to love Serkan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it but was – But he has to let her. Yeah. He has to let her. He still yeah.
0: has to give a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So, so then she asks the horse's name and he basically says the horse is not yet named. And then yeah. I think she's tapped out on the emotional uh, thickness that's happening in yeah. this moment. And so she's like, all Can't right, I'm going her. to your mom. But then Mm -hmm. he stops her and he's like, Edda, what did you want to say yesterday? He says, you started to say, I will continue. But what does that mean? You will see other people? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love it because she's like, I'd rather not talk about that. See you later. And, you know, good for her. Yeah. Because with, again, the information she has, he does not have any right to the answer to that question. So – um. But uh, really quickly, we get Farid offering Celine a hotel room because he's like, oh, I heard your apartment fl- or your house flooded. And she's like, oh, it's okay. I made arrangements with a friend, quote. I
1: love that he totally catches her mm-hmm. in. Oh, I love it. Yep. I love it. And of course, he's pissed <laughs> because why wouldn't he be?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, especially because so. she spent all this time denying all this stuff. Like, I don't even think it's a matter of him wanting her back. It's just a matter of like. I think he's sick of the fact that he was lied to for so long and that she's still lying to herself. Yep, exactly. So, then oh, okay, so, when I w- watched this scene that you're about to talk about, uh-huh. Yet yeah, when we watched it live it was fine. I even watched it I watched again that night when the subs came out. But when I was watching mm-hmm. it yesterday for the podcast, it totally made me cry. Like, oh, did it? Yes, this whole scene made me cry. Yeah. So Ida
1: is just so grateful still to Edda and she's like Edda, let me give you something. <laughs> and it's like, what are you talking about? What do you want to give me? She's like anything, anything. Ask me for anything. So anything material, something good for your soul. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And Edda's like, look, you know I don't like that kind of stuff. Why don't you buy me this coffee? <laughs> so they kind of get past that and Edda uh Idan is just telling her, "I'm so grateful to you for helping me, yeah. and I will never be able to repay you or thank you enough." And so, Eda kind of takes this moment and she says, "Can I ask you a question?" Mm-hmm. And Idan's like, "Of course, of course." And she says, "Why couldn't you leave the house if it's not too personal? I would, I would love to know." Mm-hmm. So we finally get the the story. And so, okay. The brother's name was. They, did they just call him Alp?
0: I'm, assuming I'm guessing he was maybe a junior. he was Alptican Jr. Okay, yeah. which would explain why he was also the golden son, mm-hmm. the one that was being molded to take over everything and all of that. Yeah, I just assume yeah. they must have called him Alp, you know, uh, yeah. as a nickname. Yeah. So uh,
1: she asks if Serkan ever told her about his brother, mm-hmm. and she says, eh, "Sometimes he did." So Idan says, in those days, I was very active. I did interior design. I helped with various fundraisers. I traveled abroad. I was always gone. I was hardly ever at home. And Alp even mocked me, saying, stay at home at least just one day. But he assured me that I wouldn't even be able to sit for a single day. Hmm. When he got sick, I was abroad in the Far East, and I was picking up textiles for a design. When I returned... He died just three days later. Mm. Therefore, I – and she kind of starts getting upset and Ada says, couldn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, I understand. Thank you for telling me. And I don – this was so sweet. This
0: is where I cried.
1: This is where yeah. it made me cry. This is the, the beautiful part. She mm-hmm. says, you are a gift to me from the universe. And – also for Serkan. Yeah. And Edda's like, I don't, Hanum, please. And she's like, No, Edda, just know this Serkan has experienced great pain. Mm-hmm. After the death of his brother, we sent him abroad when he was still very, very young. And we made a huge mistake because this child should always, because children should always be with their mother. And Edda says, He never told me about this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Well, he, Because of this, he doesn't know how to open up. He doesn't know how to trust women. And who knows? This line, I was like, oh, my gosh. This mm-hmm. is so Serkan. Because she says, who knows what storm is inside of him? Ugh.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Eda, being all of us, says, hearing this upsets me even more. Yeah. So uh, Aidan says, Eda, at first... I didn't think you were suitable for Serkan at all, mm-hmm. but when I got to know you, I fell in love with you so much, yeah. and I've seen how Serkan loves you, in my opi- or loved you, and she says, in my opinion, still, still. loves you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it is like, look, Idan, SERCON left me, please don't, mm-hmm. and Idan says, because he was scared. That you would leave him first.
2: Mm.
1: And it is like, why would I leave him? And I don't explains, because everyone who loves him has abandoned him. In addition, a burden
0: from the past fell on his shoulders. I love that she planted that seed, by the way.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. I was like, okay, at least there's a little snippet of the truth mm-hmm. to
0: help prepare Ada. And yeah, I wish – I know it's not really her place, but at this point, like – so many other people know besides her that I'm right. like, no, it is your place. And you should have just said, he can't bring himself to do this. So I know. Here I is. know. It's
1: so but, hard because mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, at this point after all these episodes mm-hmm. of the truth being contained,
0: mm-hmm. it's like, can someone please just tell her? Yeah, because <laughs> Serkan knows, Alptekin knows, mm-hmm. don't knows, Serkan confided in Ingen, like it's unfair how many of these people know what yeah. happened to her parents before Ferit she does. even
1: knows about the accident. He doesn't realize the connection, obviously, right? But Fa knows, like
0: everybody knows, yep. but Edda. Well, then Celine even winds up knowing before her, and that is going to be really the straw, I think, that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. more than anything else next week. But, anyways, yeah. So it's it's just a lovely scene, mm-hmm. and they
1: that's that they kind of wrap it up after that.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, they stay for a few more minutes and enjoy their coffee. But yeah, so meanwhile, at art life we have more Erdem and Layla antics. Like Erdem has this like super thin, cheap engagement ring that he's clearly gonna wear to try to like get Fifi's attention. Yeah, it it's all very goofy. <laughs> so funny. Sarah Connor and Fa kind of have a meeting, and he basically tells Fa like if you're a man of substance, if you're if you have any um. What's the word I'm trying to look for? Not respect. Um,
1: oh, not character. Uh, but integrity.
0: Integrity, thank you. Um, then basically you're going to tell the whole company what you did because what you did affected them too. It affected their reputations, their ability to take on jobs, all, yep. the, all of that. And he's like, otherwise, I'm going to start a case against you with the labor board. Yep. So, of course, F.A.'s like, okay, friends, I'll do it. Can I just say how much I love – Angen's betrayal in this like because i know he's like wait what like he actually loses it and Sercon's the one staying calm yep. granted Sercon didn't just find this out the way Angen just did um but i love it because he's like Angen, calm down let's talk in the office but i just love that he's like i stood up for you i defended you Mm-hmm. and this is what you did. Um and this is when we find out Serkon basically Engin's like I know that look on your face. You must have a plan with this and whatever it is, I support you. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm in. We don't know what the plan is yet, but we know Serkon has a plan.
2: Mhm.
0: Meanwhile, after FA's told the the employees and everyone's kind of like what the heck, he and Edda are in that outside conference room. Mm-hmm. and he's, like, annoyed because he's, like, oh, here I thought you were on my side because you defended me yesterday, and now here you are defending Sercon. and I don't even get it. Like, you guys broke up, and I love that she's, like, okay, but that has nothing to do with the fact that you were wrong and he was right when it comes to this. Like I love it. I love it. Because it doesn't. Her personal relationship with him has nothing to do with the fact that you did something to tarnish his professional reputation. Yeah, and she's like, "What? That has nothing to do with it." Yep. And he's like, "I can't just leave here, Edda. Like, I've built all." Because she basically says, "I think at this point, you need to just sell your shares and cut your losses and get mm-hmm. out of here." And he's like, "Well, I moved. I sacrificed all of this to come to Turkey and start a new life, and I um, I and now spent because all this of one on- mistake, I'm gonna have to leave. Mm-hmm. I can't give everything up." Yeah, and she's basically like, listen, I get it, like, because if you're out of a job, so am I, but good luck to both of us. Like, basically, she doesn't really care if it means she's out of a job, like. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then, I love that. Um,
1: Well, then, she walks out of the meeting, and (gasps) Serkan sees that she was just talking to F.A., and this wounded man Mm -hmm. is like, oh, I see that you're the last one that's standing next to Mm F.A., and she
0: looks at him, and she says, you don't understand it all, do you? And well, then she
1: walks away. Yeah.
0: Because it's like, dude, you do realize she just spent all of last episode defending you and proving even when there was no evidence otherwise. Yep. And convinced her of the fact that you were not responsible for this. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, of course, he's going to jump to the worst conclusions because he's freaked out. They're not together. He can't, can't tell her the truth. Can't – doesn't want to hurt her with that. But – that means you can't, can't have her. And yep. so, you know, of course – and the fact that she's like, I'm going to start seeing other people because I'm not going to sit around and pine for you. Right. Yeah. So he lashes out, of course. But yeah. So, okay. Let's just talk about this next part. Um, Okay. We can get through the whole thing. Yeah. Because basically, uh, Farit's aunt – like, Farit had asked Ifair after they had dinner – their group dinner last week. Like, her food was so good. Like, hey, would you mind mm-hmm. making some for my aunt's, like, you know – um charity group whatever like she's a you know high society person yes and so she did and it's about to be sent over to them because he's like well Farid asked and fifi's like what the heck because of course ifer is just doing it and she's like you charged for this stuff right and she's like no they just asked me to make a few snacks and it's like a giant table full of stuff yeah so what turns out to happen is the food's a hit Mm-hmm. And people are posting about it all over social media because this, mm-hmm. you know, this woman has a lot of connections. She had a lot of influencers at her dinner thing. Yeah. Um, fair essentially goes viral. Yes. She goes viral and Fifi's like, I'm going to create a social media account for you so that people can specifically follow you. Mm-hmm. They're talking about you um and she kind of lets it get to her head a little bit cuz she's like oh look at me with my 50,000 followers you guys only <laughs> have like 200 but she doesn't even know how to say the word influencer right <laughs> and um so basically what it boils down to we get a few scenes like this where it's catching more and more traction mm-hmm. and Fifi's like you should start a YouTube channel like people can watch you cook and then like we can test it and you can share your recipes so that other people can do it like basically market on the fact that you're the center of attention on all this right now because you can make money this way um and you know we all know that they need money for the flower shop and all of that so that's basically what it boils down to is that she's gonna be a real life Ollie John and be like a food tuber so yeah yep um that's that's all of that, but that just happens over the course of several scenes,
1: yes, exactly. So uh, we get Edda kind of took off to the park to mm-hmm. get some air, and Sercon follows her <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's like, Layla told me where you went.
0: uh, go ahead did you did you notice that this is a parallel? what she says to him next from like episode one or two? I don't think I did. Because when he sits down and she says, I didn't tell you you could sit. It's oh. in It's in episode one or two when she comes into that conference room and sits down when he calls her in there. And he's yes. like, I didn't tell you you could sit. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> that is
0: amazing. But she, I mean, we really have gotten a swap with the uh-huh. two of them. Yes, with we have. so many things from the beginning. Yes. Because she's now trying to keep her distance from him. And he's doing mm-hmm. what he can to, like, stay and get close to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm.
1: that. So, he's like, "Look, Ida, I came here for you. I wanted to talk. So please, can we just talk?" She's like, "Fine."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've she's like, "Look, Sarkon, I've always been there for you, even after everything you've done from done to me always. But you don't even understand that." and
0: he's like it's only because you don't hate anyone because again he doesn't think he's worthy of her love and trust just for the sake of the fact that she loves him but because she's just not this way with anybody
1: yeah and she's like i can't harbor hatred for you i don't know maybe it makes me a fool maybe i'm deceiving myself and he says how she says that in the very depths of your heart you don't want to hurt me
0: and i'm like Edda, you have no idea how true this is. I know. Uh, so, he- And then he loses his ability to speak, right?
1: I know. So, Because he's like, trust me, Ida, I've made mistakes that never come back. And she says, then tell me. Tell me right now. Instead of deciding for me, just tell me. And he doesn't say anything. No. And she's like, look, Sarcon, I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. I'm very tired of trying to understand you. And from the fact that you're experiencing all these things inside of yourself, Mm -hmm. I'm very tired. If you allow me, I'm leaving. And don't say – basically, don't say that I dropped everything and left. Like, I got to go back to work.
0: Yeah.
1: So it just –
0: Well, and he (sighs) sought her out to talk and then he doesn't talk. Like, so – I'm like, okay, I either this scene needed to happen at the end because it really was the very perfect time for him to tell her, Mm -hmm. or they should have mixed it up and surprised us and let the big reveal come early on in the episode like this. Yeah. And then we deal with the fallout of it. Because they're really it was this was a good scene because This was the perfect opportunity. But it was the perfect opportunity. And honestly, it doesn't make sense why he didn't. Just say it. They weren't being interrupted. Mm-hmm. There was nobody else around them. He sought her out. There she was. And anyways, so I was – Yeah. I was a bit frustrated after that just because I was like, okay, they didn't get interrupted or anything like that like they do with these meetings and stuff in these mm-hmm. next scenes. So I was kind of like, dang it. Like he – there's not really a reason why he shouldn't have told her other than just again he's letting his fear take over which maybe that's what they're just trying to show. right? Um, So – now we have Farid and Alptakin. They're kind mm-hmm. of just getting prepped for this lawyer meeting. Farid's just warning him like, hey, they know about this. They know about the collapse. I don't really know how they know. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell them. We clearly know Sercon didn't tell them. F.A. says he didn't tell them. And Optikeen's like, well, I'll just make sure I'm there before the lawyers get there. Like, I'll make sure I'm there to talk with them. I'll basically take care of this. Yeah. So Sercon is up in his – at first I was like, where is he? Because we haven't been in this office since like episode eight. So
1: it was – I was yesterday years old when I realized that that is the office that she stormed into – in the first episode when she goes to demand uh-huh. everything from him. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm keeping your lipstick. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. I had not even made that connection.
0: Well, because it's there in those first, like, one or two episodes. Then we don't see it again until episode, like, eight when he's using that secret shower. And yeah. that's when, like, she's mad at him because he basically accused her of being con spy. And yeah. then we haven't seen it since. So it's been a yeah. good, like, two and a half months since we've yeah. seen the inside of this office. which. Ingen even points out, like, we're never in here anymore. Why do you want to meet in here? Maybe this should be my office. And it's so funny because poor Sarkhan's having all these memories of when she has been in there and all of that. And so it obviously hurts. And so he's like, you know what? If you want it, it's yours, bro. But then he says, now you can do what you secretly do. I so think like,
1: he's talking about parole. Okay,
0: because I was like, is he talking <laughs> about like the footage from the? I think he is from the uh, security cameras because I was his like,
1: office is on the ground floor with a glass wall, so uh-huh. boy can't even be discreet. <laughs> no.
0: So I thought that was funny, and so then we get some more bro time, and again, Angen coming in clutch with the good advice that he clearly can't live out for himself, but. Basically, uh Khan's like, "I don't really know where to go from here. I'm uh, Edda she can't be with anyone. She shouldn't be. I can't let that happen. I don't want this, Ingen. This is the first time I've even experienced something like this and I and I don't know what to do." And Ingen's like, "Well, you're right, but what are you going to do?" Mm-hmm. He says, "I need to improve my relationship with her." And we all said, "Duh." Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, because if she is with someone else, and his face when he says this, he's like, she just I I can't even picture, I can't imagine it. And he's like, therefore, I have to tell her the truth. And we're like, What? Yes. You yes, do? Yes. yes oh yes. my gosh. This didn't occur to any of us. Yeah. So for real. He's like, Look, after what happened at the mansion. Meaning the Emory and uh, Osley's house. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed me, remember? He's like, only Edda believed, believed that I wasn't responsible. Only yep. she's the one who said it wasn't my fault. She's yep. always been by my side. Yep. And he's like, well, then tell her. Tell her everything. And whatever happens, <laughs> you know, happens. <laughs> I just had this vivid image
1: from Aladdin when the genie's like, tell her Uh the truth.
0: Uh (laughs) Seriously, because Engen then says, plus, Edda really does have a right to know about it. And if she forgives you despite all of this, then that means there is such a love between you that can conquer everything. But if she doesn't accept the situation, then, bitte, it's over. There we go. There we go. And, you know, and Sarkon's like, she will find out the truth. I have to talk with her. I will talk to her. And then Ingen's like, okay, when? And he's like, now. I need to talk to her now. Like, he finally is like, okay, like, I need to just do this. Yeah. And – He's resolved finally to just yes. do it. So he sets off to um, go find her. And then at this point, some flowers arrive. hmm <laughs> And Layla's
1: and we- like, oh, these flowers are so beautiful. And Serkan's like, oh, whose flowers are those? And she's like, I don't know. It's probably – probably somebody probably sent them to the office or something. Who mm-hmm. knows? And Ingen's like, oh, let me see the card. And he grabs it. And I love – he glances at it and then the side eye to Sercon because he's like, oh, these flowers are for Eda. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> and Serkan's antennas immediately go up and he's like, mm-hmm. Eda, what do you mean these are for Eda? What? I, okay what do you mean <laughs> he's like, like
0: what does this mean i want to get to know you better <laughs> so what does the card say <laughs> oh my gosh well and what's funny is he had told layla because i think like oh if they were just sent to the office okay fine find someone to give them to like uh-huh. i don't want them <laughs> but then we get drain the pool 2.0 yes because he tells layla just burn these stupid flowers and like storms out and i love it because angin tells <laughs> Layla, don't actually burn them. And she's like, well, of course I'm not going to do that. There, it does. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So funny.
1: Oh, so good. So, so, yeah. He tries right away to talk to her.
0: Oh, my gosh. And this is so <laughs> – John throwing M over his shoulder in like episode I, 30, whatever it was. You know,
1: again, again, in real life – If a man were to do this to me, if a man were to throw me over his shoulder, if a man were to do so many things, like- Grab my office chair in the middle of the work day. Yeah. How she's like, are you a barbarian? Uh And she says, are you a barbarian? And I'm like, yes, he is. Please and thank Uh you. (laughs) And we love it. (laughs) I- you know what, what the id wants, the id wants. That's mm-hmm. all that I'm going to say about mm-hmm. that. So we love a good barbarian
0: moment yes, on this we podcast. Do. I've been reading plenty of barbarian moments in my books lately. <laughs> this podcast supports <laughs> all forms of barbaric action. Uh huh. When it comes to. When it's fictional and for romance. <laughs> yes. And when they look like Karem looks or uh-huh. John looks or.
1: Dang it, I can't – I don't even want to say the hero because you haven't started this freaking series. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I say who I'm thinking about, it's going to give it away. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, you might as well because that means whoever shows up at first isn't the hero, just like the Tamlin thing. So, which I – Well, yeah. Hey, I know. I guess we should – Sorry. Spoiler alert, I guess. Spoiler alert.
1: If you (laughs) – it's okay. I've been talking to Mallory. I've been talking to, and I've also found DZ friends who also love Throne of Glass, yes. like uh, Julia and Seth.
2: Nice. And I've
1: been like just talking dying with all over, them. Oh yeah, we're we're
0: swooning together. So. Love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so. Anyways, all this to be said, he pulls a very barbaric move that makes mm-hmm. us all swoon and – He gets in her face. Mm-hmm. He's in, getting all
1: up in her business. But outticking comes and he mm-hmm. has to leave.
0: So. The wet blanket. Because the mm-hmm. lawyers are there or they're going to be there soon and they're like, we need to tell you. We need to update you on what's going on. This is very, very important. And so Serkan – I have to say though, this is a very underrated thing mm-hmm. because he says to his dad – well, I have to talk to Edda about something very important. So, sorry. Like, ba- yep. and so I'm like, "Okay, how?" Right then, Edda should have been like, "What?" Like, yep. He just basically said that what he had to talk to me about was more important than whatever this professional crisis is. Yeah. And for someone who supposedly broke up with her because work means everything, yep. This should have been a huge clue. I feel like this was such an underused and underrated line from the episode. That's a really good point and i was really bummed that she wasn't like whoa what okay let's go talk because that would have that caught my attention immediately like that's a really good point you just put me above your work which you said you wouldn't do which is why you broke up with me so what mm-hmm. the heck is going on yeah you have to exp- you have some explaining to do yeah but instead it's just like it's super important and he's like okay so he tells edda like listen I clearly have to go deal with this important thing. But I have something very, very important to talk to you about. Please, please wait and I so we can talk about this after. Yeah. And she basically is like, can I go back to work now? <laughs> and yeah. in true Serkan form because he has to push a chair back in that's been pulled out, whether a body is in it or not. He pushes, he her, pushes back her back to uh-huh.
1: go. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. So real quick, I'm going to go over this. Um, okay. Erdem essentially is pretending to be engaged. He ends up asking Layla to pretend with him Mm -hmm. because she's like, nobody's going to notice unless you actually have a fake fiance. And he's like, maybe we can pretend. Then they're super obvious over by the coffee so that Melo will notice.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And then Melo
0: kind of transfers the information over to fifi Cause because fifi like sees something on social media mm-hmm. and is like of course immediately assumes he must be up to something with her well because the caption says like for my dark queen for for my queen of darkness oh my
1: gosh <laughs> and she's like what <laughs> is he doing what does this mean and melo's like i'll figure it out i'll figure it out and Malo, of course is like uh oh, congratulations, you guys. This is really shocking and unexpected. And um, okay, cool. This is really cool. <laughs> she doesn't really know how to take it, uh-uh. uh, but that's that's kind of that. They're very awkwardly pretending to cuddle with each other, and it's hilarious. Oh
0: my gosh, yes. So, um, let's see. So, this is when Jaren comes, right? yes Um. oh wait 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 sorry no we have strategy time well yeah That's- so they're strategizing like what mm-hmm. they need to do but when these lawyers arrive Sarah Khan's just watching Edda this whole time yeah and then Melo shows up they kind of chit chat a bit and then Layla shows up with her flowers like sorry things have been hectic I forgot to bring these to you mm-hmm and can i just say <laughs> chef's kiss to edda do you know what i'm about to say right in front of celine right in front of celine because <laughs> edda clearly knows these flowers are not from sercon mm-hmm. and but when because melo is being given directions from celine like uh-huh. hey i need you to do this this and this she's like okay melo yeah see you later like and melo's like Oh, well, what about your flowers? And she's like, Oh, I don't know. They're probably from Saricon. And Celine very clearly has a reaction before like rolling her eyes and storming off. And I loved that so much. Mm-hmm. So then Jaren shows up. Yes. And, and go
1: ahead. Well, she kind of just gets kicked out. <laughs> That's kind of what happens. Cause she's there because she's the lawyer and she uh the Emray's lawyers are going to be there, so she's like, well, I thought that your lawyers needed to be here. Now, she spills a little bit to Ada before she walks in there because oh, yeah. she explains – because Ada's like, why are you here? And she's mm-hmm. like, well, Emre's, uh lawyers are coming because I guess Aptekin Bay was involved in some sort of accident in the past and – so again, we're getting another little hint here. Yes. She's getting all these little pieces. <laughs> yes. And so she heads into the meeting, but Serkan essentially kicks Jaren out because mm. he isn't going to want Jaren to know before Edda knows. No. So it's a smart move, but Jaren takes it personally and gets upset. Because again, she doesn't have all the information. So
0: of course mm-hmm. she does.
1: Yep. So Ferit kind of runs after her and comforts her, like, look, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. He must just assume that he, that this doesn't need you or whatever. He's just trying to placate her. Right. And then Celine sees this. So more stewing for her.
0: Because mm-hmm. God, like, she, my thing is like, okay, you don't get to be jealous over both of them. I like, know. You I need, agree. Like, you need to freaking pick one. Like, yep. You,
1: uh, mm. Yep. I agree. I agree. So Edda sees her upset too and she's like, look what's going on. Jaren explains, he doesn't trust me, obviously, if he kicked me out of this meeting where a lawyer would probably be a really good idea. Right. And Eda's like, I'm going to talk to him. Don't worry. I'll figure everything out. And so she goes to him and says, I need to talk to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I screenshotted this, but I can't remember how much is actually said
0: So So, um, I mean, we do get more revelation because okay. – um Sorry, I lost my place. So, she follows him out, which the irony in this cracks me up because they don't actually talk about Duren at all. Like, mm-hmm. about why she's, <laughs> like, not allowed in there. But anyways, she basically is like Sercon. And he says, Edda, I really need to talk to you. And she's like, well, it seems like a serious problem. Is it maybe connected to your dad? Because she's now got a little tidbits of info. That's right. And he says, yes, the mistake he made in the past is now snatching the most valuable things from my hands. Hmm. And she says, then don't let it. Don't take on your father's mistakes. If he's done this in the past, you're not to blame. Okay, but bef- now before we go to the next part, this is what I've been saying that she would say – from the get-go. Mm-hmm. If at the end of 14, he had done this, yep. like, this would have been her reaction. And I get that, like, yeah, it wouldn't have, yes, plot and, like, more stuff to keep them sure. apart. Because, sure. you know, their relationship wasn't perfect. They still are learning a lot about each other. He yes. still closed off about a lot of things. Like, there's still stuff that yeah. they're working through individually right now totally. that they're not together. But it would have been nice to be pleasantly surprised by it not just being an immediate breakup because i can't tell you the truth um and see how they navigated this stuff together because him telling her that definitely wouldn't have just been like oh great i'm so glad you told me and everything's fine like yep they're you know what i mean like there still could have anyways um no, I I'm agree. really not, I'm not trying to tell the writers how to do their jobs. And you guys know how much we love and trust Aisha, and I believe that she has a vision for this. Right. Um, but it would have been interesting to just see it go f- immediately from like, okay, let me just tell you this, and it's breaking me because yeah. this is horrible. Anyways, yep. So he says, after she tells him this, she says, Edda, I need to take you somewhere and have a really long conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she changes the subject and says, Did you send the flowers? And he says, No. Have you read the note? And I was like, oh, bad move, Sir Because he's like well, – Because he says something about the note, right? And mm-hmm. she's like, what note? Did you read the note? <laughs> yep. And he's like, listen, in my opinion, those flowers need to be removed. They cause allergies. And she's like, mm-hmm, this is probably true. <laughs> and he's like, so who wants to meet with you? And she's like, it doesn't concern you. And then she walks right back in. Yeah. Um, so, which, you know, again, don't blame her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So this – yeah. The lawyers show up now. He's like, I'll be right inside. And yeah. then he's like, please, please, please. We do have to talk. It is very important. Can you please wait for me? And as soon as I'm done with these lawyers, we will talk. And yeah. she does say yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we get one of the funniest scenes in this whole episode, the Aydan fire dance. Yes. <laughs> so
1: funny. She's burning – his pants. She's burning the leather jacket. She's burning all of Alptekin's, cl- like, ugly clothes that she hates so she much. W- she
0: wants to burn his workout tights, too. <laughs> she's like, the tights are next. <laughs> so many. And, and Safi's
1: like, uh. He, like, he's like, uh, I get why you're burning it, but why are you dancing?
0: <laughs> she's like, uh, I'm dancing for all cheated women. <laughs> and Safi does say, look, like, I know things are straight. Like, he does kind of defend him. Like, I don't think that's yeah. what's going on. But – you know, she basically is like, well, either there's some form of betrayal, like I, you know, because she can't even confide these huge strides she's made, yeah, like anything like that. So you know, I get it, mm-hmm. and she continues to woohoo and like <laughs> dance around the fire, and it's highly entertaining. It is, and she's like Very good. at the end, she's like, burn pants, burn. <laughs> <laughs> like, So funny. I love it. So
1: So we head back over to the company and everybody's kind of gathering for this meeting, but – Sarkon is kind of like, well, you're not invited, and you're not invited, and you're not invited. <laughs> and F is kind of the one who says it. He's he tells Celine, look, Serkan probably doesn't want us in this meeting. Mm-hmm. And Serkan says, Yeah, there's no need for you guys to be in here. There's no need for you to know what's going on. But Celine is has got her panties so twisted mm-hmm. that she's like, What do you mean? What's going on? Why can't I be in the meeting? And this right here, this scene sparks the entire rest of the episode. Yep. Where she cannot get her face out of this situation. She is sticking her nose where Mm -hmm. it doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And – she will not rest. I'm like, can you just chill? If Serkan says you don't need to know about this, mm-hmm. you
0: don't need to know about it. Why exactly. are you entitled to this information? Well, and even Federite, who doesn't even have all the information, is like, Celine, it, it's not a big deal. Like, let's just go. This doesn't it concern just, us.
1: It made it, me crazy because yep. she continues throughout the rest of the episode yep. to ask Serkan. Well, when she, she doesn't get answers, she's yep. like, okay – Layla, go find me
0: all the files from 2002. Yes. And she, like, answers Farid after this, too. Yep. And, again, props to Farid because he's like, listen, I can't give you the answers you want because mm-hmm. he has some of them. Yep. He's like, if this is that concerning to you, you need to deal with SERCON. Yep. Like, I can't tell you. Yeah. Yep. And then –
1: Layla gets her all the files and so she goes through all the files and then she even tells Melo, Melo. hey, mm-hmm. I I want you to go through all these files and I want you to figure out the speci- with just with small contractors and mm-hmm. I want you to find all the news articles in relation to the company from that year. It's like this huge project yes. that she makes Melo work on all mm-hmm. through the night and which
0: like okay, yeah, which then leads to when she throws her tantrum that we will talk about in more detail. Right. She – you know, it leads to what happens at the end. But I was a little bothered because when you see Melo doing all this work I and know. finally putting it all together, I'm like, okay. It's right we, there. It's right there. And you grew up with her. Mm-hmm. You've, you have lived this tragedy. You lived through this tragedy with her because mm-hmm. you guys met when you were babies. Like, that's been yeah. made clear in episode five. Mm-hmm. So, like – how would that not catch your eye? Like my my the only
1: explanation I could think of was she's tired and has been working on it all night. Okay. Because they were so specific about her mentioning that she was gonna have to work through the night mm-hmm. on these hundreds of files that she had to comb through and connect that okay. maybe she was just like printing, printing, printing and she's just like N- nothing's really registering at that right. point. Okay. That's the only explanation I can think of because you're right. It's literally the first page on there. Mm-hmm. It's not like if they had shown it in the stack and she covers it with other stuff. Right. To me, that would have been a little bit of a Mm -hmm. better choice production-wise because it's in there, but she doesn't really have eyes on it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that was my only explanation I could think of was she's just exhausted and it's not
0: registering. Because honestly, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, please let Melo find out because, again – I keep having – and I'm hoping this theory does wind up coming true. I keep saying that once the truth has come out, like, Melo's going to be the key to helping him. Mm. And I feel like that's made obvious this episode. She starts calling him brother-in-law again. Yeah, she, She's – her – says her love antennas are, are yes, up. Yes. She says that in this next <laughs> scene. Like, she's – and she even says, like, I've been convinced since day one that that man is actually in love with her. Like, yeah. even when yeah. it was revealed that it was fake, yeah, she was betrayed because she didn't know. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, she's like – Yeah, there's no way this wasn't real. Like he spent – what kind of fake fiancé looks all over Istanbul for her in every garden he can visit and, you know, did what he did by following Melo and being like, please help me. I need to get to her. It's important. Like She sees his actions for what they truly are. Yes. And so I'm like, I still feel like she's going to be key to helping him like win her back. And I just – I really want to see it play out. So Yeah. um, Because, yeah, this next scene we have Kuzlar coffee time. Celine's mm-hmm. snottyness makes an appearance really quickly yeah and um but basically what ends up happening edda calls melo out she's like do you think i'm an idiot mm. yeah <laughs> i recognize flowers from my own flower shop what are you up to and this is when melo's like it worked though he's jealous like all this stuff like and then implies all the things we just said because yeah uh but it is like you know what though Yeah, I'm supposed to be waiting for him to talk, but he just keeps messing with my head, and I'm not down for that. So she ends up deciding she's not going to wait and leaves. Mm
2: -hmm. And this
0: is when Melo's telling Fifi, like, my spidey senses are tingling. Like, Mm -hmm. he loves her. He has since the first day. I'm telling you. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, yes, Melo, yes. Mm -hmm. So Ada decides decides
1: she's going to leave, and she asks F.A. if she can go work from home, and she takes off. Mm -hmm. So... Where are we at? Let me see.
0: Well, Ingen calls an art life only meeting. He very pointedly is like trying to leave F.A. out of it. But F.A.'s like, don't worry, Ingen. I'm not coming. I have more important things to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like call my secret partner. Yeah. Um, Which he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically promises to figure out what's happening in the meeting because he wasn't included in it. So
1: this meeting.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about this meeting?
1: i after all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's Alpte the whiplash. King denies everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, We never worked with that company. We were never involved in this situation. These They
0: just used these, our or because we had before, they used our name to get the job, but it had nothing to do with us. Blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. These are not the Jedis you're looking for. Like, it just –
1: I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Are you serious right
0: now? And, of course, because United Front, Khan just kind of goes along with it. He doesn't actually, like, support it in and agree- in verbally agree. Right. But he's obviously not saying, Dad, that's not true. He just basically tells the lawyers, look, if Emre and Osley don't want to work with us anymore and they don't want us to do that mm-hmm. big job in England, I understand. But just please mm-hmm. tell them to make a decision. Like – yeah. And then, of course, the lawyers dig a little more like, hey, this is typical. We would investigate anything like this with someone that we're trying to right. hire for a big job, you know, because they found some payments being tracked to this person, which Alptekin did pay this dude off. He did. But and he denied like, the whole thing. Yes. And he's like, what are you accusing me of? Blah, blah, blah. Like, all this stuff. And they eventually so relent. Yeah. They eventually relent. And they're like, okay, we just needed to clarify this. The job is yours. Blah, blah, blah. They leave. And Khan's like... Slow clap. Like, yeah. Well well uh FA comes in real quick
1: and cause uh circle oh, walks right. them out. You're right, you're he right. He walks the lawyers out and then FA comes in and he's like, Hey Optikeen, how's it going? Let me just sit down, bring myself up into this meeting where I wasn't invited and take, take my off coat my jacket. Off, Which now when we were I,
0: live yes, I was like, You totally called <laughs> this when we were live watching he take he took his
1: jacket and put it on that chair, and I was like, oh, no, buddy. Mm-hmm. You are shady right now. There's no reason for you to go in there and take off your jacket and put it on the chair unless you're up to something. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? He makes a little bit of small talk with Alptekin. Serkan comes back in, and he's like, oh, I've got some stuff to do. And Serkan's like, oh, buddy, you're leaving your jacket here. And Fa's like, oh, it's okay. Let it stay. I'll be back later anyway to come grab it. Like, that's not fishy
0: at all. Mm-mm. No problem. No, you totally called this. You were like – before even that statement, you were like, he's putting his jacket on the back of the chair. He's never done that. He's recording them. And yeah. what do you know he is? Mm-hmm. So this is when Sarkhan does the slow clap and is like, mm-hmm. wow, that is really impressive the way those lies just slid out of your mouth like they were the truth and blah, blah, blah. And of course, Bob is like, well, what was I supposed to do? And he's like, "Uh, take responsibility like you supposedly said you've been wanting to do all this time. Yep. Like – You know, but of course, you're only – like, again, this just proves he's not concerned about his relationship with his son. Yeah. He's only – It's all just
1: lip service.
0: Yeah, With Alptekin. Yep. So, yeah. Then they, like, walk out of the conference room. But it's enough that they've discussed, you know, what he was – how he was culpable in it and all of that. Yeah. Um, So, F.A. winds up um, snagging his jacket a few minutes later and pulls Mm -hmm. his phone out. And you're like, gosh, we didn't see that coming. And – um, so before he actually plays the recording, Serkan mm-hmm. tells Ingen that he's like, "Listen, you need to get Fa to do a press conference for yeah. the Turkish media, like, because he needs to own this." And um, you know, and Engin's like, "Well, okay, we could barely get him to do it in front of the company, but sure, let me try to convince him to do this in front of the co- the whole country, right?" And so, but he's like, "I'll try to figure it out." Yeah. Um. And then Celine calls and wants to meet because she's like, I want to talk about this meeting unit. Let me be a part of blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. I don't have time. Goodbye. Yeah. So Alptekin is home. He tells Idon that he
1: fixed everything, whatever. And he also tells her she shouldn't interfere with Sarah, which I'm like, bro, you don't have any room to talk about yeah, anything right now. Go Just go away. away.
0: <laughs> this Freaky Friday moment is interesting because he mm-hmm. was the one before that was like – they can live through this. He deserves to be happy. And Idon's like, they can't have a relationship based on this, blah, blah, blah. And now we got this Freaky Friday where she's like, they belong together. We made a mistake. He loves her. She loves him. She's been nothing but a miracle for us. Like, yep. And he's like, well, I can see you're not going to listen to me and you're going to do what you want. See you later. I'm off to do more sports. Like, he's just yeah. So-, <laughs> so we're left with our captain and first mate of our ship uh-huh safie and i done they're basically yeah. plotting for their re to reunite them and yes. she basically is like well i'm gonna bring ada to my community meeting because she still thinks that like i can't go anywhere without her so she needs to come to my society meeting with me mm-hmm. and i'll make sure that sercon's there so that like they can talk mm-hmm. and safie's like first of all, like, oh my gosh, who are you? Like, yeah. <laughs> is this really happening? Are there hidden cameras? Yeah. But he's like, won't Serkan Bey be angry at us with for meddling with his affairs? <laughs> and she says, Serkan does nothing except cut corners <laughs> off of toast. And Safi's like, oh, but it was a really sweet moment. <laughs> and she's like, listen, I'm going to sort this out. Like, When two women get together, like there's nothing they can't do, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And he's I love I love this last part. He's all safe. He's like, I don't even have someone who will cut the
1: corners off my (laughs) I love the the sub because it says, I don't even have someone who will cut the corners off of my toast Toast bread. bread.
0: (laughs) And I don't like, you're gonna wait a long time. I was like, You're mean. oh my gosh burn so so, i love it i love it so much um so basically um now fa stewing engen comes Mm -hmm. in winds up convincing him look the yeah, you told them, but none of them are going to trust you. None of mm-hmm. them are going to want to work with you or anything like that if you can't own this publicly. Like, th- yeah. to know that you're basically a man of honor, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, fine, if this is what it's going to take as a partner to be in the company's good graces again, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's agreed upon that he's going to do it. Yes, um, finally. And, and then so, – Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, you're talking about Ada coming home? Yes. Are you talking yeah. about
1: – that. Well, because we get a shot of a lemon. Yes, and
0: we do. Sorry, but that's not a coincidence, folks. <laughs> no, and Hannah actually sent me something because she noticed it too. She was When mm-hmm. she was watching, she was like, okay, that was a very pointed like zoom uh-huh. on that lemon tree before she pulls up, right? Yeah. So she sent me this little blurb that says, in magical applications, lemons are often associated with the moon and have been used to honor lunar deities. Lemon juice is also associated with water because it is purifying and cleansing. Le- lemon blossoms mm. have been used in love spells, and lemon rind can be added to baked goods uh, made with loving intentions. So there's like all this like love and intention implied with these lemons, and just the I fact love that. that yeah. So well, and we have. Obviously, a past in this show with lemons
1: and there's significance of yes. lemon in the water and all of that kind of calming thing.
0: So, and mm, yes,
1: comforting. Yep. So, Ada comes home and we get a little bit more about um,
0: they're like yeah. being
1: vi- going viral, their um, dem
0: thing and all that. Mm-hmm.
1: Serkon tries to call Ada, but she doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. And then Iodon calls her and she does answer. And so this is kind of the setup of her getting Ada to come with her to the dinner. Right. To the society thing. And Ada's like, okay, well, I'll can I wear jeans? And <laughs> and she's kind of testing her.
0: <laughs> she's like, jeans were made for cowboys. Can't we leave? I love that the in- way
1: she says cowboy.
0: Can't we just leave uh jeans and t-shirts in the 90s like she's so, so funny oh but basically it is like listen you don't have the upper hand here so
1: if i can't- well yeah she's like sorry if i can't wear what i want then i don't think i can come And and i i don't like wear whatever you want wear whatever you want it's all that all i care is that you're there
0: yes. and so ada just just kind of laughing because she totally was trolling her And then this next scene, we're going to insert the Phoebe and Joey gif from Friends when Phoebe says, oh, my gosh, this is brand new information. Mm. We had no idea this was coming. Because dun, 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 dun. Who is F.A. talking to?
1: Ashley. Ashley. It's Baba Ane. and we called it from the beginning mm-hmm. so many episodes ago, but this is the for sure confirmation, because he says, he's like, we have the proof that Optikine is responsible for your son's death. Yep. So, again, everybody had a pretend shocked face mm-hmm. as soon as we saw that. <laughs> yes,
0: pretend to be shocked. <laughs> yes. Um, well, and also... I was like – I realized too like, oh, um, what's he going to do with those recordings because it didn't seem like he did much, but he's sending them to her. So I don't really – because at yes. first I was like, oh, he's probably going to do some big thing where he drops them all over. And I was like, oh, no. His big thing is he's sending them to Baba Ane. She yes. may do something with that publicly. Right. Um, But, yeah. Anyways, so I just wanted to point that out because I was like, oh, yeah, he says he's going to drop them to her. So I think that's his really only role. I was expecting him to like release it. You know, widespread mm-hmm. and all that. but mm-hmm. anyways, so yeah, he's he's gonna send her the recorded proof, and that means she has to be coming soon now, right?
1: I'm assuming, especially because F.A. is definitely on his way out mm-hmm. because his job, at least for grandma, mm-hmm. is done. Right. Well, he's, and, yeah. he's obtained the proof and he's about to be, his reputation's about to be completely ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. So I think the next step is for Baba Ane to come and insert herself into mm-hmm. the situation, which of course will cause all sorts of other turmoil. And I'm thinking, that that could end up being a uniting situation with Serkan and Ada. I sure hope so, because he has told her the truth mm-hmm. almost officially, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so so she knows. And I I just could see this as being a situation because she has always. Rejected, Grandma. I think Grandma's gonna try to use this to weasel her way in. Uh-huh. Like I never did anything wrong. Blah blah blah. It's all Alptakin. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So I I could just see this being a bonding experience for her and Sarcon.
0: I would love that. Also, the fact that I feel like she will be a way more interesting villain roadblock whatever you want to call her than fa has been he has been one-dimensional this entire time which i get because he's just a conduit for something else like Mm -hmm. and not every single side character has to be super complex and have all these dimensions to them and i get that but when they're one-dimensional like that they really do need to be temporary so it's time for him to go Mm -hmm. which is also where i'm feeling about Celine. like you've been very one-dimensional now the last few episodes like You know, I was hopeful for you at first when, Mm -hmm. you know, everything first happened after the wedding, like, and she and Edda kind of had that bonding moment of like, no, why does the woman always have to be the one to cower down? And you come do this and you come do that. But since then, it's been pretty, either she's upset about Farid getting close to another woman, or she's upset that, you know, she, everything got ruined with Farid, but she still doesn't get Serkan out of it. Right. Like, that's all it's been for her now to the point Mm -hmm. where she's even letting it affect her work. She's become so obsessed with this thing that Serkan won't tell her about that she's not freaking doing her job because she's just digging into all this crap instead of doing what she's supposed to do. Yeah. So, you know, I I need Selene to either make some changes or she needs to be on her way out too. And again, I don't wish that for Be Gay or anyone. Like, it's not that. Right. But as far as the storyline. Yeah. Her character's just not interesting anymore. So. Yep.
1: Anyways. Agreed. So um Ada tells fair why I don't called. Joran comes, Ferret comes, um, he wants to thank um I said he wants to thank for the chai.
0: What am I talking about? Oh, well, <laughs> anyway he, he wants to thank her for the food that for she For the made. food,
1: yeah. I don't know why I wrote chai anyway. <laughs> Furry ends up asking Joran to dinner mm-hmm. for quote for work
0: mm-hmm. and of course she says yes so that's that yes um and enda leaves yes she's off to get ready for the society meeting mm-hmm. melo gets there she kind of throws some side eye to Ferry because we all know how she feels about him yeah. um and then layla piles the information onto celine that she asked for we kind of you know so she's yeah. celine starting her collection of info um sarcon gets to the flower shop uh-huh. And this is when Melo calls him brother-in-law. And she I just know. says it. And of course they all look at her and she's like, Well, I meant to say, Oh, what's Serkan Bolot doing here? But I'm mm-hmm. like, No, you didn't. Um, and I, I wrote, Our little prince is met by Edda's Four Thorns, because they immediately are all like, She's not here. She went, she's she said she was going to do this, and then she's there, and blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because he's like, Okay, well, please, if you see her, I really need to talk to her. So he leaves, and Eifer's like, you're going to be looking a long time. Yep. Because she's just at home right now. Like – Right. Because she's getting ready, but of course yeah. they don't imply that she's at home, so – No, and yeah. they're not
1: going to tell him where she is. No. So Engin calls Khan to tell him that Fa is going to do the press conference, and he's like, okay, awesome. And Engin's like, okay, well, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> he's like – I'm looking for Edda. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be there. And Angin's like, again, gives him great advice. He's Mm -hmm. like, well, look where you would never expect to. And Serecombe's like, what are you talking about? He's like, look, I know these things with women, (laughs) which were like, sure, Angin. Uh Just not about your own woman. Nope. But... (laughs) He tells him to, yeah, look where he would never expect. And, again, we get Pearl's only scene of her just sitting
0: on the couch. Yeah, her little cameo when whiny Celine comes in and is like, okay, I was given instructions, but where's Sercon Oh, does him looking for Edda have to do with this press conference? Like, it's just so I tired. Know. I'm so tired of her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't do my job properly. Why the hell Why? Not? Like, what? Yeah. Why you do you were...
1: need CERCON to be there to yeah. hold your hand when you're supposedly the best in PR?
0: And you don't know how to do a press conference, Celine. And you just clearly said you were given instructions on what to do. Yeah. You didn't say what they were, but you were given clear instructions. Even if she
1: wasn't given instructions, you think this girl has never held a press conference before when she supposedly taught PR? Mm-hmm. Give me a stinking break. Yep. She would know how to do a press conference with her eyes closed. Exactly. So I'm not buying any of this
0: crap. Nope. So F.A. and Serkan con- share a quick phone call where F.A. is like, I know you're the one that w- set this up, even though Angen's the one who told me, like, I'm doing it because it's what you're asking of me and so I can, you know, be in – good standing, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. Sarkhan's like, well, I sure hope so. Goodbye. Yep. Um. Then – So <laughs> – Melo and Fifi are having – Oh, that's right. A chat. Basically what this boils down to is they're they're talking like, does Sarkhan really love her? Is he this? And Melo's like, if I was only as sneaky as you, blah, blah, blah. Well, basically it gives Fifi an idea and she calls one of their Mahale friends, who also happens to be one of her employees, because apparently Fifi has employees – uh huh. And she tells Mehmet, listen, go to Edda's house right now and start acting like you're in love with her. Get on the ground, declare your love. And he's like, um, okay. And she's like, do it or you're fired. <laughs> so next thing we know he's doing that. And Edda's like, Mehmet, what are you doing? You have a girlfriend. W- yeah. Get up. Like, she's what so What do you confused. think she's
1: going to say if she sees you right here? Because he's like, Edda, I
0: love you. <laughs> oh, you're so beautiful. I'm so in love with you. He's on his knees. <laughs> and I love it because he's like, Fifi told me I had to come do this or else I'd be fired. And she pays really well. I can't get fired. And she's like, what? And then Sarahcon pulls up. And she ge- then she's like, oh, I she get it. She changes her tune. And mm-hmm. she's like, Okay, keep
1: keep pretending that you're in love. Keep acting like you're in love. And Serkan sees, and he's doing his whole eyebrow thing, of course. And Love his eyebrows. And, and I love she, – she's, like, got this smile on her face. Aww. She's kind of swinging her shoulders and looking at Serkan. And she comes down to meet Mehmet, and she's like, act like we're really happy. Act like we're really Happy, so they're kind of laughing. She's like, "Okay, now leave, leave." Uh-huh. So he walks. She's like, "But turn around as you're as you're walking away."
0: Oh my god! So gosh. he leaves
1: and he kind of like casts a, a loving look at her as she's
0: as he's leaving. It's so, so good. It's so good. Because <laughs> so, then, of Sarah? course, he gets out of his car, uh huh, all, all annoyed, and he's like, "Key mole, like <laughs> who's and that?" She's,
1: and she's all "Are you
0: questioning me?" <laughs> I lo- he's like, I just asked who that was. And she's like, he's a Mahale friend. And he's like, hmm, a Mahale friend, huh? And she basically is all coy about it. And she's mm-hmm. like, anyways, I have somewhere to be. See ya. And just leaves him there. And he's like, okay, yeah. so you're going to complicate this. That's um, so funny. So, F.A. does his press conference. He gives his yeah. little Zoom thing. It's done. Yeah. Melo tells Fifi about Erdem's engagement, all cool and casual-like, because Fifi's been dying for Melo to spill about what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, it had nothing to do with you, so I just – it was not even in my mind. Like, he and yeah. Layla are engaged. Like, I guess you just never know, like, what's going on between two people until, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, this is when – we kind of talk about this – Celine gives Melo even more work and research to do. She's going to be working all night, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Um. So Engin walks into Celine's office after this, and he's like, Well, at least he did the press conference, thank goodness. And he's like, But, and he's kind of confused about like what good it was going to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, And Celine's like, Well, because I'm supposed to get this translated and distributed all over Europe. Yep. And then Engin's like, The secret plan. Yes, has he's come like, to of fruition. course, because he's not known here in Turkey. Him doing this doesn't affect anything. But if Italy catches wind of this, he's done for. So, again, Serkan making – executing a perfectly great plan by giving yep. good direction where he doesn't need to be present for it, saline Exactly. And – So, um, we get
1: Aydan driving a car for the first time in 20 years and she has forgotten how to use the gas pedal, I guess. Because yeah. she is we so spend the,
0: slowly inching her way into that parking space. We spend the next five minutes watching her try to park this car. hmm It's yeah. hilarious and cute. But eventually, yeah. they get out. It's a terrible parking job. does yeah. like, I'm so sorry to the valet guys. <laughs> like, the keys and, are in the ignition. You can <laughs> yeah. you can fix so it. So we
1: can repark. So I done as they walk in, is kind of warning Edda about the other women. Mm-hmm. And Edda's like, oh, don't worry. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So it's kind of cute because she's like, they're all going to be staring at you. Mm-hmm. And Edda's like, oh, as I love, you know. Oh, <laughs> so and of course, they walk in
0: and they all start eyeballing Edda. And it's such Fake syrupy sweetness Mm -hmm. coming out of their mouths immediately. Uh Uh-huh. Well, then stinking Daria comes out, and she's like,
1: to Idon, she's like, (gasps) oh, you Mm. put on a little weight, but it
0: suits you. I was like, ew, what a snake. First of all, who cares if she put on weight?
1: Yeah. Whatever
0: weight you are suits you, so get out of here, Daria, and your antiquated ways yeah and
1: yeah trying to i whatever i know so
0: so just
1: jerks
0: (laughs) well and then of course they're like oh hi sweetie what a sweet face you have and they're like she's like sweetie sweet face she's like you've met me like Uh oh because then that's when i done's like this is my future daughter-in-law edda Serkon's fiance and of course edda's like what but she just goes with it for the time being and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I'd recognize that ring anywhere. And it does like, you'd <laughs> think you'd recognize me by my face, but of course you're just <laughs> obsessed with a ring. And then they uh-huh. make a comment how it's like on her middle finger. So they thought, Oh, I thought you guys broke up, blah, blah, blah. And Aidan quickly is like, No, no, she just lost some weight, so we had to move it on to that finger. We haven't had time to get it resized. Yeah. And then And then we find out that Daria
1: is Ferit's aunt. Mm-hmm. So um there, there's that. So they start kind of asking all these questions. They're talking business. They're talking about how
0: they're going to help the girls with their education. And, and all this time, she's being so, she being Ida, is being so snarky and sassy in her responses to their oh, yeah. rudeness. It's so good. And I love how this time Idawn is just basking in it. Like, yep. she loves it. Well, and even when she even says, um, like thumbs up. You really are my daughter-in-law.
1: Like, yes. Well, because she's like, doesn't Ada so, say something about like, oh yeah, I'll. You want me to keep smiling meanly like this? Because she's like, don't talk to Daria. She's my she's my worst enemy, <laughs> and she'll bite you like a snake. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so good. So they both are being little
0: sweet meanies together and it's I wonderful love, to see it's wonderful i love it so much well and i just love that i don't clearly see she doesn't fit well with these people anymore yeah. like yeah, yeah she's a part of all this stuff because this is important stuff she's doing like right. for the scholarships and stuff but i like that she's kind of setting herself apart you know what i mean from mm-hmm. them because in, in episode two she sure wasn't at that engagement party like not at all so
1: so Sir Khan shows up and it's because I, Don actually called him. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like, sure I'm sorry, did. but he has something important to say. So I had to call him.
0: And I love it because she's like, please don't be mad at me. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I love, I just can't say enough how much I love this development. Like, yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, So, of course, like, Serkan, kiss your bride on the head. Say hello. <laughs> and then, of course, Ed does like sit down, we have things to do, and he's like, No, no, I won't sit. And she's like, We'll share this seat, and they yeah. <laughs> share a seat. And they have because this- she's
1: like, We'll do anything to keep from going and talking to him, right? Because she's like, I can't do this anymore, yeah. So yeah. she's just keeps trying to avoid it,
0: yeah. So they're just having arguments under their breath and being all, you know, like, yeah, obvious, and yeah. um. So, do we want to cover the Fair thing real quick? Yes. Let's just talk about the rest of them. So they're okay. on a walk right now where they clearly just had dinner or whatever because he had asked her out. He's mm-hmm. going to walk her or – they're walking and he's like, are you cold? And she's like, of course I'm cold. I didn't dress to be mm-hmm. warm. I dressed to be cute and beautiful. And he's like, yeah. I did love this. He's like, you're beautiful in any form. You don't have to do that. Like, and he puts his yes. jacket on her. And then he's reluctantly saying he's going to take her home. But he's like, or maybe we can get coffee at my house. And she's like, yeah. yes, let's get coffee at your house. So, oops, mic hit. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Um, so they they go back to his house to have coffee, and they do have a sweet kind of heart to heart because he's asking questions like, "Hey, how come you always have breakfast over? You're no, you're like always at Edda's. You're always eating with them," mm-hmm. and she basically explains the idea of found family, like. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a great relationship with my family. Fifi doesn't either. And you know what? They've just sort of adopted us and we love it and we can confide in each other and we we – iFair is amazing and we can rely on her, blah, 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 blah. So he basically is like, okay, so if I wanted to take you to breakfast sometime, like, I wouldn't be able to because you have breakfast there every day. And she's like, I could make it work if you called and invited me. Like, Mm -hmm. And they're kind of playing with each other's hands and they're about to kiss when the phone rings. Now, I tweeted after this and I wrote, has anybody told the people in Deezies that you do not have to answer your phone or your door if it gets knocked on or your phone rings when you're about to kiss someone? You know you can actually complete the kiss, right? Like, no, Kristen, it's a DZ rule. It's a
1: law in DZ land that you have to answer the phone and you have to
0: answer the door. Otherwise, you're going to die. Oh, apparently. <laughs> so he steps outside to... Answer the phone. And what do you know? It's whiny Saline who's like, can we meet and talk? And he's like, about what? And she's like, about how we were left out of this stuff and you and me and Serkan and FA and partners and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, whiny. no, I have guests and there's nothing to talk about. Goodbye. But he's basically in a sour mood now and tells Jaren, like, I'm sorry, like, but, you know, I'd love to call you later and let's do something. And she's like, okay. She gives him a kiss on the cheek and leaves. Yeah. Then well, – later
1: on, yes. he's stewing and he's thinking about everything and essentially, he calls Jaren to finish this before it even began. Now, here's the thing. What he tells her is that the only reason he started paying attention to her in the first place was to make Celine jealous. That is I think that is a complete lie. Me too. I think that he's scared – I think that talking to Celine made him realize, crap, I was just in a really serious relationship. Mm -hmm. This is moving too fast. Mm -hmm. I should not be thinking about kissing this girl. I should not already be thinking about pursuing a relationship with another woman. But just tell her that.
0: That's a valid explanation. And
1: so he he kind of sabotages the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And... Because uh, rightfully, Jaren is like, "Well, great, you've got all the time in the world, but you're not. I'm not guaranteeing that I'm gonna still want to be in a relationship with you when you're finally
0: ready to come ra- back around to me again." Well, and the fact that you just told me you're only you were only giving me attention because of making your ex jealous, and now I'm gonna wait around for you. Exactly. And my thing is like, I know that's not true because. Otherwise, we would have seen like pointed looks towards Celine when he was with Joran. Like, oh, let me stand closer because Celine's right there. Like, we would have been given indication of that. And its personality is so not
1: that way. No, like. Where he would be all subterfuge y and nope. all sneaky and smarmy about it, where he's like, oh, I'm going to use this girl to just make Celine mad.
0: And most of their interactions were not happening in front of Celine either. Mm-hmm. So it's just such a load. Like, so I hope yeah. it's just him being dumb and lying because th- if this is supposed to be legit, that's a big plot hole, like yeah. a big one. Yeah. Um,
2: so, so that's that. They're that, done.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're back at the society thing their food sampling time Edda immediately recognizes and is like we need to talk this up this is my aunt's food Mm -hmm. Idon then agrees which then the one lady's like well I trust your impeccable taste Idon. this is the food we're going to use yada yada Mm -hmm. yada Uh, um, they then start talking about how You know, Edda would be a great poster child for this because she went to school on a scholarship and they're wanting to blah, blah, blah. But Edda doesn't want to be the center of attention. So she then is like, oh, Sarkhan, didn't you say we had to talk? Because now she wants to (laughs) get away from this. Right. They go upstairs. uses it. Up separate staircases, which is hilarious. (laughs) Which Moran pointed out. Well, several people did. But Moran was the first one to point out to us. This is the same place where John and M had their wedding shoot, their wedding photo, that fake wedding photo shoot. Anyways, um, so they walk up the stairs and she's like, look, I came here for your mom, okay? So can you please leave before a scandal starts? Mm. And he says, no. (laughs) I love him. And she's like, this is not the right place to talk. We will talk tomorrow. And he's like, Edda, I've been looking for you all day, okay? Yeah. And he's like, I called so many times. You didn't answer. I said I needed to talk to you and you ran away. Why? And she says, because I know what your problem is. And he's like, and what is my problem? She says, you, your only problem is the possibility that I might be dating someone else. And he's like, Edda, tell me tomorrow that you want to date someone else, okay? There will be a thousand people in front of your door. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I freaking love that. Because he, even though that's not even the point of this discussion, he's making it very clear like – I. Trust me, I know you could have anybody that you that you want. <laughs> yeah. But tell me that tomorrow because I have something to tell you. Yeah. And he's like, listen, one bouquet is not basically gonna scare me off. Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm leaving. And he says, Edda. And she says, what? He's like, <laughs> please, can we sit down and talk? And she's like and he says, please, I have something very important I need to tell you. And she says, listen. You are so selfish. Your only problem is that you just want me to always be in love with you and not mm-hmm. anyone else. And he, he stops for a minute and, he's, uh, and he, like, tilts his head and he's like, mm, are you in love with me? And she, like, <laughs> realizes, oh, crap. And she's like, what right do you have to ask me this question? <laughs> but she doesn't say no. Right. Because he asks again and he says, well, are you? <sighs> and she's like, I've given you enough time, Sercon." And she's like – yeah, I'm leaving. Storm's Goodbye. off. Yeah. Storm's And off. then she goes and tells Aidan, I'll wait in the car for you.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'll, And then Aidan very wisely says, oh, we forgot. We have another event tonight.
0: Sorry, we got to go. And she follows Ada yep. out. I love that she throws it out there. Oh, by the way, because Edda at one point is mm-hmm. when they're talking about the presidential elections for this mm-hmm. club, whatever you want to call it. Um it is like, well, how can you say that you're running when you're not – there's nobody to run against you. That's not a campaign. That's not a vote. So I, don is like, by the way, I'm running for the position too. Toodles. Yeah. Like, and off they go. Yep. So, so Ada goes home and
1: she kind of sneaks upstairs because she doesn't want to deal with – the. she doesn't want to talk to the girls right now because mm-hmm. they're all talking about iFair, it's being an influencer and all that. So she's just kind of sad. Um. And Sercon shows up at the house.
0: This, and <laughs> and I, listen, I love drunk Sircon. I love when we get there. This entire scene, though, is my favorite of the whole episode. Like, it takes the cake I'm, for me.
1: I might, I might agree with you, be, be- for specific reasons. Mm-hmm. So he calls her, mm-hmm. and
0: <laughs> he's I downstairs, but she he doesn't know downstairs. that.
1: She doesn't know that. She's like. Well, he's like, "What are you doing? Where are you?" She's like, "I'm at home. Where else would I be? I don't have a life. What else am I gonna do?" Of course, that's what you think. She's like, "But you, actually, you're wrong,
0: <laughs> because I'm at a party." And he's <laughs> like, "Is it a silent party?" And she's like, "No, it's I just like, stepped out to take a phone call, and then, of course, turns music on." Uh huh. She'll see.
1: Oh, this is this is wonderful. <laughs> I'm having such a great. time.
0: Oh, what was that, Sir Khan? I can't really hear you. Well, and then Melo walks in and it gets even more chaotic, and he's watching them through the shears. So he knows, like, they're just messing with him, but he right. goes along he's with He's asking it.
1: for more chai for, yes. for Idan. He's like, I need more of that tea that you gave mm-hmm. my mom. She's like, I can't hear you. Sorry.
0: I don't know what you're saying well and then he's like did someone just ask you to dance who asked you to dance be careful you know like Uh. he's totally playing it cool so then Mm -hmm. she she's like not having time for him she's like melo turn it keep it like turn it up keep it going but then he's like oh so you really can't hear me Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna say it in turkish because i love the way he said it god bless you miriam i texted her last night because the The Turkish subs aren't up on YouTube yet because I was just gonna screen oh. grab them, and I was like, "Can you please actually type this out in Turkish for me, like what he said?" Because I just loved the way, because the way it sounded, like because he's like, "Oh, you really can't hear me, huh?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Okay," and he's looking up at the window, and he says, "Seni çok özledim which is, "I really miss you." Mm-hmm. And He says, "Seni seviyorum," I love you. Seni, uh. I'm very jealous of you. Mm-hmm. and I am very uh, I think it's I miss you again. Yeah. Um I really I very much miss you. And then he and then she's like, I can't hear you, Sirkan, and like hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. And then when he's not on the phone anymore, he still looks up and he says, ichin chok uzgunum. I'm very sorry for everything. Yeah. And then walks away. This was what made the scene for me. Yeah. Because yeah. he he said it. He said every – he not with the truth, but he said everything he's been feeling. And I love that then it occurs to her he mm-hmm. may have said something important. Mm-hmm. And she starts freaking out.
1: Well, and during the whole thing when she's playing it off and she's acting like she's at the party and she's messing around with Melo – the look on his face as he's staring up at the window is just so beautiful and heartbreaking mm-hmm. at the same time because he you can see it on his face how much he misses her yeah and how much he's like i love this woman she's mm-hmm. cra- like she's so crazy what yeah. is she doing uh-huh. He's so enter- he's entertained by her and he loves it and then he's like able to say all of those things to speak all of those truths mm-hmm. and then yeah it does like what if he actually said something important what if he said that he misses me what would i do i didn't hear anything mm-hmm. and then she just kind of lays back on her bed and she starts crying
0: it did, yeah i didn't see that until i watched with subs when we yeah, were watching live i didn't one see it but i was tear like that mm-hmm. leaks
1: out i was like oh my gosh that's such good acting
0: i know Oh.
1: It breaks my heart. Uh, so, so then – So is also very upset. Mm-hmm. So he goes home and pours
0: many drinks. <laughs> okay. For fun, I asked Twitter this, but I'm going to ask you because I wonder if you have the same answer as me because, again, I assume you didn't see this. For fun, what do what do you take him for alcohol-wise? Because – he brings that whole bottle with him. He's pouring it, but obviously it's blurred out. Right. Because to me, he seems like a decades-old single malt scotch kind of man. Oh, like, he's definitely
1: drinking whiskey. Oh, you think he's, it's whi- – okay. Well, scotch is scotch whiskey. Scotch and whiskey.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I was well, like – Yeah. Go ahead. It's
1: it's some sort of whiskey. I, I, I would be inclined to, yeah, probably think uh, a scotch – um, but it's for sure some type of whiskey because mm-hmm. there are many types of whiskey, right? Um, yeah, that's that's my guess. And okay, he's drinking that neat, like, there's yes. no ice in there.
0: No, there is not, yeah. So, because I was yeah. like, Oh, what do we think he's drinking? I was like, He just starchy Sercon would drink a super expensive, like, 30 year old single malt scotch that costs like $280 billion a bottle. like 100%.
1: Where he drinks like one ounce the times where he ever drinks it.
0: Yes. And it's all
1: very controlled Uh and he hardly ever drinks it. Yep. And it's all for special occasions. But he goes home and he's like, nope, screw this. Yes. I'm busting out my whiskey. I'm busting out my drink. Yep. I totally – I think
0: this is part of what I love about this too because I would – I'm not usually one for like drunk this, drunk that because half the time you don't remember what was said and then it's pointless. Like – and it's even Mm -hmm. more meaningless that you said it in a state like that but then can't even recall it in a sober state Mm -hmm. to the person. Um, You – you know, you're not making wise decisions. Your impairment is – like there's just a lot of bad that comes with that. But what I love about it so much with him is because he's so controlled, because mm-hmm. he's so like has his ducks in a row and is very starchy physically and emotionally and all of that. Like it means a, it it's a big deal that he gets to this point. Mm-hmm. Like it's Agreed. a it's a really big deal. Agreed. Um.
1: So, real quick, just as an aside, because it doesn't really matter. Aidan gets home. Alptekin sees her. He's like, where were you? She's like, I was walking in the garden. That's that. <laughs> so, she still hasn't told him that she's this, yeah. going outside. This dummy.
0: Yeah. So, now so, he's drunky boy. He is. He wakes, 100%. He's stumbling back down the stairs. He wakes Celine up because she's still on the couch to sleep. So she immediately gets up and she's like, what's going on? Because basically he's like, wait, there was a – or he tells her first, I'm fine, Edda. Mm-hmm. And and okay, you guys, when you live watched, <laughs> Ashley and I about lost our dang minds because we have both been such advocates of like those of you who thought it was Celine in the shower, y'all are dumb. It's not her. Uh-huh. But when he calls her Edda, I was like, Holy crap! What if they do this and he thinks it's her, but it's really Celine?
1: Yeah. I was like, no, 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 and no, 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 no. This yep. can't and happen. I, this can't happen.
0: I thought we were gonna have to eat our words, but thank God we didn't. She's just like he just keeps asking for a bottle and yeah. all this stuff, and he. It's just funny because he. Keeps, he's like, well, there was a bottle, Celine. There was a bottle. and um, Yeah. And he keeps just saying, because
1: she's like, what do you need? I'm here for you. And he, all he is saying is, Edda. I need Edda. I want
0: Edda. <laughs> that, I need to call Edda. That's I need to go to Edda. But she yeah. keeps asking, like, what do you need? I'm right here. I'm with you. Ugh. So I that night I was watching with Subs, I tweeted a whole conversation. I wrote, "Celine, Serkan, I'm here. Tell me what you want. Serkan. Edda. I want Edda. I need Edda. Celine. Anything at all. Just let me know. Whatever <coughs> you need. Sercon. Edda. Edda. Celine. Name it. Anything. Just tell me. I'll get it for you. Sercon. E D A. Celine. Nothing? Hmm. Okay. Because seriously? Yeah. <laughs> she beat that horse until it was. Like, beyond dead of, what do you need? I'm here for you. I'll get you whatever you want. And he just keeps saying, Edda. And she's Mm -hmm. like, what? What do you need? And it's so annoying. And he's finally like, well, I'm going to go to her. And then thank God at least Celine's like, listen, she's at home. She's got an aunt. You can't just go show up there in the middle of the night. Right. So then he's like, then I'm going to call her. Yeah.
1: So she's like, okay, what happened? Like, what, she obviously can tell that something's wrong mm-hmm. Wait, because why would Serkon be calling her at this hour? And she's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Where are you? He's like, I'm at home. Where are you? <laughs> she, he's like, I'm going to come to you. And she says, no, no, stop. Don't you dare come. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. We'll talk tomorrow. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to wait any longer. I- I'm tired of this. And she's like, okay, just Just stop. Don't leave the house, and I'll come to you. Yeah. So he's like, okay, good. It calms him down. And finally, he's, like, not just freaking out about right. seeing And so she's
0: going to head over to, to him. Can I just say, though, <laughs> he's knocking stuff over. He can barely stand up straight. Uh-huh. But drunk boy had enough wherewithal to be like, oh, by the way, Celine." The chauffeur's downstairs uh-huh. to take you to your house because I need to be alone with Edda. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can't leave you alone like this. And he's like, I'm not going to be alone. Edda's coming Edda's and I will coming. be alone <laughs> with her. So get your stuff. The driver's waiting for you. And she like storms upstairs in a huh. In a huh. I don't think
1: there's actually a driver though. I think he is like – just like, can you leave? I don't oh, think, you he think he called oh, I don't no. think he called for a driver. I think he's just like, Celine, there's a driver downstairs. Get like, you here. can go.
0: <laughs> I mean, she does have her own car. So Yeah, she could drive herself. Oh, that's so true. Somehow that's trashed. even better. <laughs> here I was thinking like his subconscious clearly doesn't want her anywhere around. So he was able to make this happen. But I think I love that even more. Like uh-huh. the fact that he's like Just saying that there is just to get her the heck out of there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: So, um, let's see. So, Edda comes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. And this opening scene, when she knocks on the door and he comes to the door, I could play it on a loop. Me Just, I could watch it so many times. Because
0: keep in mind, his, okay, (laughs) just even the way he stumbles to the door. Is so good. And just keep in mind, folks, drunk Zercon is really sober Karem. Uh-huh. Like, so yeah. I feel like they were, this was totally like Hyundai and Karem having so much fun with this scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he finally gets it open once he's like, oh, that's her. She's real. She's here. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, Sen. Uh, where is it? I wrote it down. Well, he's, he's like, like Sen. Senchal. Sada J Senchal Kapama. and they like he like and he giggles. He's like uh-huh. giggling so much. She's I laughing. Lo-
1: <laughs> I love this next part. The way
0: he's like, "Eda
1: yoldas,
0: oh, Eda <laughs>
1: She's like, "What should I do with you right now? Can I videotape you?" <laughs> and then oh he says oh. how beautiful you smile <laughs> and then he's like do you want to come in <laughs> so she comes in and she's like partially
0: supporting him well he couldn't even shut the door so no, she's, like, she's like don't I've worry got it. i'll close it <laughs> but then Celine comes downstairs because she's getting ready to leave but of course she, edda doesn't know that and she's like "Whoa, whoa 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 yeah I was – it's the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I got up and came over here because I was worried about you. Yeah. And you're here with Celine. Like, you're not even alone and unsafe. Yeah. And Celine's like, well, I said the same thing. And I love it because Serkon's like, Celine, the driver's downstairs. (laughs) Like – and he's like, good or shooters And Uh she – Storms out of there. And then, as I love that Celine hears this, because he tells Edda, finally we're, we're alone. <laughs> like, so it's like, listen, he wanted to be alone with you. Like, yes. and yeah. then her crocodile tears come, boo, freaking who. Yeah. Like, I, ugh, Anyway, so she, off yeah. she goes. We'll off stick a goes. pin. Well, no, let's just do this right now so then we can just okay. talk about the drunk scene. So okay. she gets home where it looks like there's been no flood damage whatsoever.
1: Yeah, okay. So was this a lie or because the the thing is when she got that phone call, we saw that.
0: Yeah. Like and, that she, was, seems and she was like it was F. a legit a. thing. Yeah. I honestly I think it's just a matter of like Oh, let's Maybe just Maybe it per- was done early and Yeah, and she's just been milking her time there, that I could yeah. see. Like, okay. So okay. She comes in and like I said, you guys, when this was live, I was like, oh my gosh, this is cathartic, good, we're we're taking a turn with her because uh-huh. I thought it was like a, I'm raged at myself for allowing this to get to this point and now I need to make a change and this was yeah. like going to be something cathartic. But really what it was, was her being like, why does nothing ever go my way? Uh-huh. And like, and literally throwing she a temper tantrum. She literally says... Things never work
1: out the way I want. I was like, are you 12?
0: Uh, are you are, three? Are you serious right are now? Are you five? Like,
1: I, I don't – like seriously,
0: Celine. I just was like – I was so disappointed when I watched it with subs because, like I said, I was highly hopeful for this. Like, oh, we're going to see a turning point in her character. Like, right. Like, you know, because she's finally fed up with herself for being so upset over a man who has not wanted her – ever, like, in that way. But it's not even that. She's like, hold it together,
1: Celine. Mm -hmm. Keep it all inside. Mm -hmm. Don't let anyone see. Conceal, don't feel. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is, like, some 18-year-old crap that I probably would have pulled that I would have been thinking, like, poor me. Mm -hmm. Nobody understands me. Like, all (laughs) – that, but I'm like this is a grown woman uh-huh. who, for all intents and purposes, has everything she could possibly want. She right. has a great career, but she herself, mm-hmm. she is the one who has jeopardized every yep. single last piece of that. Yeah, but she doesn't, I guess, have the wherewithal or the the understanding to see that she is the one. Mm-hmm. Who has made her life what it is? Yes, dear Which, You is are the it that
0: arch- horrible, really? Yeah. <laughs> you're the architect of your own destruction. Mm-hmm. like, and it's not even that bad. like no, you, you could be you could be anywhere doing anything. like you've got the money, you've got the means. Yeah, you could be a silent partner at this point where you mm-hmm. still have your shares and all that. Like there's a lot you can do and are are capable of. but instead, you're just like, boo, fairy, left me at the altar. Boo, Khan doesn't want me. Like, I just can't with her anymore with this. I and know. so when it turned out that this was just a giant temper tantrum, I was very sad because I was yep. like, man, we could have – this just could have been such a great turning point for her. Yeah. But yep. – and I guess it is in a way, but not what we thought because then <laughs> she throws all those papers that she demanded Layla and Melo work so hard on organizing for her. Yeah. And then, of course, her eye catches because she sees – I fair in the photo because it's a different last name. So right. clearly she's not recognized that, but I fairs in the photo with uh mom, dad and etta. Mm-hmm. So she picks it up and then dawning, you know, happens. Yes. And so then she like goes into super mode like I got to dig into this. She clearly was doing this all night long until she took a break to change into her pink power ranger like suit. <laughs> And then I hate that thing on her. It so does do not I. look good at all. The red and, outfit had looked so good on her. Yes, gay is beautiful. That outfit was so like eighties, like Star Trek. I don't know what. I like, know it was it bizarre. Was just it was bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> Anyways, so she's been obsessing and researching this all night long. And then she makes a phone call to Sercon who does not answer the phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so then she's like, "This is when she looks over, like she's about to leave." We get a shot outside, and it starts to rain. And um, I'll read this right now because I was because of what's about what what will happen. Um, okay, and then we can go back to all the loveliness of the drunk night. But um, a, a very sweet listener named Marie said. Um, uh, here we go. She said, hey, I hope you guys are doing well. And so is Ashley. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but basically when Celine figures everything out at the end of the episode, my sister and I found it so strange that we heard the rain. And it's not the first time that there's rain in the show, but that we heard it really loudly and that it was very – like basically very much pointed out. So, hmm. so I thought maybe there was a signi- – that there was significance for it. And I don't know. Maybe I'm completely reaching and it doesn't mean anything. But I looked up the symbolism for rain and this is what I found. It's very interesting. Thought I would share. Hmm. So the spiritual significance is – Rain is the only way to get the clouds to go away. It's crucial that the clouds are cleared away from the sun because the sun is the symbol of the truth. Mm. So rain ends up being a way to achieve the truth. Uh, Rain can be cold, but rain can be cold and unpleasant. Nevertheless, it is necessary in order um, to water the garden of God, which that's not so much applicable right here. Then it says... um, Practical application: The symbol of rain is an analogy for the relationship that people should have with the truth. Upon discovering the truth, one might feel like they're standing in a cold rain. Hmm. Uh, many of you will be forced to rethink your perspective on certain issues, and our job is to handle the truth with mercy. It it can be unpleasant, but nourishing. Um, so, it basically it keeps talking about revealing unpleasant truths that hmm. the process has a tendency to make the truth seeker angry but it's important that we handle these with mercy it's equally important to understand that mercy comes by way of justice all this stuff. like so it's just it keeps coming back to the truth the truth the truth
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that was obviously a big thing this episode even when SERCON's like it's about to rain why are we sitting out here yeah and i don's like looking for any like truth to their relationship still um so i felt like it was just pointed that it was like made obvious to us um
1: well and if we're gonna backtrack i mean when they were together and he gives her the star that he bought for her then it starts raining when they're together and that is probably one of the truest moments in their relationship where it's just the two of them Mm -hmm. they've had the whole night together they've been able to be themselves with each other so i don't think that's reaching at all i think that's awesome
0: and like even we had a lot of rain in the whole episode where He's trying to apologize to her after she proves the truth that she wasn't the one who betrayed him. Yep. Like, gosh, yeah. So yeah. props. So let's to- keep an eye out for rain in the future. Yes. Oh my gosh. Dude. I love it. So thank you to um Marie. Was it yes, Marie? I was right. Marie and your sister. Yeah. Props to you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um so now she's about to storm in to Saracon's bell. Let's put a pin in it and go back to drunk night. Yes. So because this is too good.
1: Yeah, so Celine leaves mm-hmm. and he's like, Finally we can talk Edda Yildiz, And she's like, Okay, why are you in this state? Tell me what's going on. And he's like, What what do you mean like this? And she's like, Why are you why are you in this state? Why are you drunk, boy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was talking about uh and he does this so well. See, Because he, like, throws the mug of water, doesn't it? Almost, yeah. But he's just, like, (laughs) trying to find his words. And he's like, (laughs) you are, for me, the most valuable... That is yes. You're the most precious, precious, the most the most expensive. I'm thinking the most valuable. Again, mm-hmm. kind of a similar. Uh, That's what vibe. I was thinking. And, and then he drinks a drink of the tea, and he's like, "Oh, this is terrible."
0: <laughs> well, didn't he mix it with the whiskey? Like he poured he might it have. from the mug into his glass. Like oh he my gosh! And he's knows. like, "Don't let me drink this again."
1: Like <laughs> yeah, because she's like, "Okay, well maybe I should make you." sign that you actually spoke these words Mm -hmm. and he's like oh i remember everything (laughs) he's like today this moment in order to live this moment to the last he's i would he's essentially quoting himself back to her
0: well because she says do you remember saying that Mm -hmm. like do you remember you asked me that before that you wanted me to sign about these words like because when she's being all lovey on him in the car That's when they're driving right. up. And he's like, I wish I could get you to sign these words because later I'm going to want to prove that you said them. That's and, right. And, and then so, he says, yeah. Yeah.
1: So he quotes it back to her. He's like, oh, I remember it. I remember. And then he takes another drink. <laughs> 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 so he's like talking about that. He, he just keeps kind of blabbering on. And he's yeah. like, we need to talk. So she's like, okay, so let's talk, and he's like, okay, please sit down. She's like, all right, but before we do that, we need to get you in the shower, and maybe you can lie down. So she takes him upstairs to try to sober him up.
0: And this whole walk up the stairs is so funny too. It's so funny. because I was thinking, it probably was a little bit dangerous because I'm not saying that Hyundai's not strong. No, she but he clearly a big works dude. out. But he is a big dude, and he's having to like trip and. Put some of his weight on her as she's, yeah. like, carrying him. And, like, when he, like, misses his steps a few times, like, I'm sure that was on purpose, like, for the right. sake of it. But it still could have gone very badly. Like, right. Like, <laughs> he really could have tripped because as we've – I've seen this a few times in the show. And now that I've watched – I've watched another one of his DZs and I'm in the middle of another one. He is a little bit clumsy. Like, <clears throat> he will – you'll see him, like, trip on a rug and he'll just catch it real quick. And it, But, like, it's not part of the scene. Like, <laughs> it's not part of the scene at all. Like, even in – the episode when they're it's like in episode 10 I want to say when they're up at the mountain house with all them like there's somewhere he's walking around something and he kind of trips on the rug but he recovers pretty quickly okay and i think that was a total Kareem thing like oh, that's because so it funny. really wasn't poignant to the scene and i've seen yeah. it now in the, in this show too and i'm like i think he gets a little clumsy sometimes so i was like <laughs> that could have kicked in while they're trying to pretend to be clumsy up these stairs and they could have like taken a tumble <laughs> yeah yeah cuz it's very
1: believable him missing those couple of stairs oh uh-huh. It's so funny. Yeah, she's like, you're so heavy. And uh-huh. she's like, come on, we just have to get you upstairs. <laughs> and he's so. like, my bedroom's upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I love him. So then we have the shower scene. Mm-hmm. Which okay. Was much too short, but I loved what we got. Like, ugh. I loved it, too. Here's the thing. I am just going to say that I am happy that we did not get a kiss, even a kiss Amen. in the shower. Nope, nope. Because mm-hmm. boy was not sober. Nope. <laughs> and anything past what we saw, because I mean, uh, you know, I loved that he like grabs her and he's like, You're coming in clothes. with me. <laughs> uh huh.
0: That she's like peeling yeah. his vest off to yes. get him all washed off. Love
1: it, love it, love it. She's trying to get him sobered up. She's trying to get him into bed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that even drunk, he doesn't even try to kiss her as yes. well. Mm-hmm. So it just I, – I loved that. I, yeah, I I love the drunk thing because of how buttoned up Serkan Bolat is mm-hmm. and what it means for his character to even get drunk. But I was very, very happy that there wasn't a kiss. There wasn't anything weird
0: that happened. I agree. So that's all I'll say about that. Yes. Guys, consent is not just important, it's uh, essential. Like, Mm -hmm. and if this had been reversed and she had been crazy drunk and he was trying to help her get sobered up Mm -hmm. and he kissed her, Mm -hmm. like, it would not be good. So same thing. Um, Yeah, but we still got the intensity of their connection and all of that through this. Mm So I thought it was great. Um, So now he gets her into – she – You know, we assume she gets him into bed and all that because now it's the next morning and F.A. is in the car and adorable Ali in English is on the phone and he says, Italian press, are you kidding me? (laughs) And then he looks at what was released and he realizes what Serkan did. He Uh basically ruined his reputation in Italy. So he's not going to be a partner at the firm much longer, I'm sure. And now he doesn't even Mm -hmm. have his company to go back to really. It's going to be in shambles because nobody's going to want to work with him. Mm-hmm. So I just wrote host to call FA Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next morning. They wake up, and there's apologies. You know, Serkan Sercon has been up first, so he's sitting and watching her sleep. She right. wakes up and is like, "Are you okay? Are you feeling better?" Um, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And he starts to apologize because he's like, "Listen, I should not have called you when I was like that last night." Ooh, and wrong thing to say now buddy. because she misunderstands. Yes, and I and yes. I. At first, I was kind of like, Ida, chill. But then I was like, well, no, I get it because, you know, he's like, I wanted to tell you something important, but clearly I wasn't able to do that in that state. So, I'm, right. I, you know, I'm very sorry because I do have something important I want to tell you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But she's just hearing – Oh, I'm sorry that you saw me in that state. I'm sorry that I brought you over here because I already had Celine here. And well, right. and she's like, so it's okay that Celine's here with you, and she can see you in that state, and that's right. fine. And, but and he's like, like whoa, he's whoa, embarrassed whoa. that she was there. Yes. And yeah. she's like, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That has nothing to do with it. That's not what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. she's at this point like, no, like, no. You you're just embarrassed because yeah, what you just said. And he's like, no, listen. I remember everything I said that last night. It's not about that. But she's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm done. Get out. I need to get dressed. I'm leaving. And he basically eventually is like, okay, I'm gonna wait downstairs for you. Right. So um she eventually comes downstairs. Mm-hmm. She's ready to leave. And he pulls her back and he's and I she at this point is like so done. She throws yeah. her purse and is like, What do you want? Like she's yeah. just and he's like, Edda. There's something I need to tell you. And she's like, Sercon, then tell me. Tell Mm -hmm. me. I like, tell me already. And he's like, first of all, listen, I remember, here we go. I remember everything that happened last night and everything that I said. And I own those words, okay? I am in love with you. Mm. I will always be in love with you. It will always be like this. And that's not going to change. And she just looks so shattered. And she's like, why? Why did you break up with me then? Why mm-hmm. did you leave me? Just tell me already. Why? Why did you leave me? And um, she – she's at this point, she's broken stuff. Like, she's thrown glasses. Yep. She's, like, knocked stuff off the counter because she is just so, like – She's so done. Can well, you blame I mean, her? she was suspicious that there was a, quote, reason for the longest time and then let yep. that go only to be proven that that was right. He's yep. standing here in front of her owning all the words he said drunkenly while yep. sober. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, of course, your head is spinning and your heart yeah. is like, what the F is going on? Yeah. And he's like, because I knew that if you didn't – if I didn't leave that you would. I was scared of what would have happened if I hadn't left. And she's like, then tell me what's going on inside of you. Tell yeah. me. And, then and he's this a,
1: man, of course, notices. all that he cares <laughs> about, he notices that as she threw one <laughs> of the things that she broke, it cut her hand. Yeah, her hand and he's like, Edda, you're bleeding. And so, of course, he's like fixated because he's like, no, she's you're bleeding. Uh-huh. Please, you – like – he wants I, to fix it. I want you mm-hmm. to get better. Yes. Because, of course, how typical Sercon
0: hmm Yeah, he notices that and he wants to take care of it before – and she's like, get your hands off of me. I will take care of it. Yeah. So she – and he's like, listen, though, your hand is bleeding. And she's like, yeah. I'll settle it. Get away from me. And so she walks around to the sink, turns it on. Mm-hmm. She's rinsing it under the water and he's watching her. And then – freaking Celine walks in, like she owns the place. Like, yeah, she just storms in. Instead of knocking, like, give me a break. You know that you left him here with Edda. You know she's probably still here because she wouldn't just leave him drunk in the middle of the night, yeah. you moron. But you yeah. are so selfish and so self-centered about what you weren't told. That is none of your damn business because as Ferit pointed out, you don't need to worry about any of this stuff because what it con- what it's about, you were like a it child when it happened.
1: you. Yep, it does Not concern you, Celine, Mm -hmm. but she storms in and then starts yelling because, of course, she does. Because the only person in the world that matters is her. Mm -hmm. And what she says is, Sercon, we need to talk. He's like, Celine, not now, Mm -hmm. which all of us said, Celine, not now, not ever. And she's like, I found out about everything, everything that you were hiding, about the death of Ada's family, about all of your lies. And, of course, who is this all focused on? It's all focused on Selene. Uh-huh. It's all focused on the things that she wasn't told, that Sarah Khan lied about, blah, blah, blah. And, and my thing and, is like – Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and these are not Sarah Khan's lies. These are mm-hmm. Alptekin's lies. mm mm-hmm. was a child when this yep. happened. yep. He is not responsible at no. all. If she should be going up to anybody, she should be storming in to
0: see Aydan and Alptekin. Amen. And you know who I think – who said that today? I think it was Andrea on Twitter who basically pointed that out. Um, and yes, because first of all, the fact that she – this is so self-centered because how did it not – for someone who supposedly really cares about this man, Uh huh. how did it not occur to you? Oh my gosh, this must have gutted him to find out or to know that his own father played a part in the woman he loves, parents dying. And for someone who keeps claiming how well she knows him, it should have clicked right then and there why he must have broken up with her when clearly, as everyone can see, he still is in love with her. Yeah. So it's like. Because like you said, she's making it all about her and what she wasn't told and what she wasn't confided in about and what blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Like not even thinking about how it's affecting him and how it must be tormenting him. No. And the look on his face is so like, oh, I'm in it now. Like I'm in deep. You know what? Like uh, because of course, Edda, he looks over at Edda like, crap. Like I finally am getting to tell her. And then this hag walks in and ruins it because she's boo-hooing over the fact that she wasn't told something that there was no reason for her to be told.
1: Yep. And Ada is not going to see it that way. No, of course not. Ada is not going to be like, oh, well, you were about to tell me, so everything's Mm -hmm. fine, Serkan. Mm -hmm. No, this is the deepest pain of her entire life. And the
0: fact that Selene, of all people, now (sighs) knew before she did.
1: Yeah. And she is the one who told her. Yep. How much further could you twist the knife?
0: hmm Yep. So that's the end of that episode. Yep. Because she basically is like, my mom and dad, Khan, mm-hmm. and then it's over. So yeah. now, now both fragments have been released. The second one just got released like a couple hours before we started recording. Yeah. And <clears> – <throat> excuse me. The first one, I was like, yep, totally saw this coming because mm-hmm. we all have been saying like i really think she would have worked through it with him which she basically confirms to him because he goes mm-hmm. to her at some point and he's like listen i know this probably doesn't matter now but i need you to know i love you like i did the first day like yeah that's not happening that's not ending anytime soon and mm-hmm. and he's like i was just so afraid to put my father's sins on you to make you carry that. And she's like, "But we could have handled it together. And if you had told me that right then, we we could have we could have taken it on together, not just you." Yeah. And basically she's like, "So I don't really believe you anymore." Like Yeah. And leaves. And then it takes a comedic turn because there's clearly a fashion show of some sort happening or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the winner of whatever this thing is is going to get a date with sercon Yeah. And like there's kind of some, hmm, between them at the end because they both drink yeah. coffee and she's like, you know who's going to who's gonna wind up at dinner with you? And he's like, mm-hmm. And then they sip coffee and that's that. Yeah. So the second one from today, basically, you didn't see it with uh, subs, right? So no. So it's basically her telling Melo, like, this hurts because I already lived through this and now I'm living through it again. Okay. But also, like, basically, love doesn't just go away. Um, so there's a little bit of hope there. Okay. <laughs> and then it's, um, then it's what happens after that. Um, there's a scene from the fashion, like, quick over from the fashion show again. Oh, and there's Serkan looking at, um, a new contract that says okay. Edda Yildiz and Serkan Bolat relationship contract. Okay. And then the voiceover of Edda saying, like, this time it's on my terms and these are my rules. Hmm. So... I am crossing my fingers and hoping that this is her, like, quote, speaking his language. And, like, because love doesn't go away, like she said. Yeah. So that maybe this is not a fake relationship contract like it was before. Oh, and really quick, the paparazzi are like, Edda, did you and Sercon break up? There's rumors that he cheated on you. And then she passes out and Sercon catches her and carries her to the car. Okay. So – Number one, I have a theory that Celine did all this, like, because it's her little journalist friend that she paid off who asks that question.
2: Oh.
0: So I feel like – and Celine's already been ready to throw her to the paparazzi before, if we recall episode five. Maybe she's going to be our new big villain. Maybe, which is a little disappointing, but also I'm kind of fine with it because – Right. Like, I just want Khan to be done with her and for yeah. him to prove to Edda that she's not untouchable in his eyes – Because, you know, um, so I'm thinking maybe that relationship contract is like, okay, I love you, but there's a lot, like, there's clearly a lot of baggage that we have to deal with and Mm -hmm. here's how it's going to be. So you Mm -hmm. agree to these terms and that's that. Like, I don't know, it could, but it also could just be fake for the press again because it's a big mess that they're accusing him of cheating on her. So maybe, I don't know. But either way, it's on her terms now and not his, Mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. And obviously from two 50-second fragments, I'm not going to be able – we're not going to be able to piece together what the whole episode right. holds. So I could be so completely off base with this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I I still hold out hope that she's just mad the whole episode. But then at the end, she's like, well, love doesn't just go away and I love you and we need to work through this. Also, it doesn't come up in these fragments, but – and I know it's not even remotely on the same scale –
2: Mm-hmm. but
0: she's so upset about the fact that sercon kept something from her mm-hmm. she's still keeping something from him too that's true and no it's not my parents death was caused by your parents proportions right but something important like the fact that yeah. celine like lied to sercon and paid off a journalist and all this to lie about what leaked their relationship contract to begin with and as someone who wants the person she's with to be completely open and truthful with her so they can work through this stuff together Hmm. like well she probably should have told him this a long time ago like when they were together for real like Hmm. i see why she kept it when it was just a fake thing because it's like whatever i'll be out of here soon and none of this will concern me right um so i'm waiting for that to come back around too yeah um i don't know so Hmm. And I'm curious where FA plays into all of this because he's still supposed to be around for this episode. Is the next episode is his final episode, right? Well, it says he's leaving at 21, so I don't know if that means 20 is his last episode or if 21 is his last episode. Okay. Because I kind of have an inkling because of
1: how that live potentially leaked Babane. Mhm. I almost am like is she going to show up at the end of the episode? Is Ooh. is that going to be the big final moment of this next episode maybe it could be it could be that's that's my like kind of wild prediction yeah. for this next episode Because <gasps> yes. if we are gonna see her i think potentially she could be coming right at the end like okay like the big reveal that's for the big cliffhanger. like cliffhanger for the uh-huh. end of next episode
0: yeah yeah okay well and someone else Again, I didn't screenshot it, but someone else on Twitter was showing how a lot of these episodes parallel each other. Um like 9 and 19 sharing similarities, that kind of thing. Okay. Ha- and so maybe how like 10 and 20 will, meaning okay. that maybe it's 21 when they get back together because it's 11 mm. it's 11 when um, when they get
1: together for real. Yes, yeah. like when he confesses
0: to her. Um so yeah, that way we- I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't either. So okay. um Yeah, so much, so much. I I knew it too because I know last week we said like, okay, I know we didn't have a whole lot of plot movement last week, but we did have a lot of work that was done. Yes, and I I think we totally were right when we said like it's really setting up for a shift because this episode was that shift. So many things. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just really excited for what's to come. Yeah. yeah, and, like, the fact that I think both – I and I also think that neither of these fragments spoiled the ending. So I'm, oh, like, yeah. hopeful. G- granted, it's kind of – it's only Tuesday. Yeah, so they might release a third. I'm wondering if we're going to get a third fragment because I wasn't expecting another fragment until, like, Wednesday yeah. or Thursday. Um, So I'm wondering if we're going to get a third fragment just to help – keep help promoting since it's only going to be its mm-hmm. second week on the – on its new day. But right. yeah, fingers crossed that we actually don't get a spoiled ending. And, and, and can we please talk about the fact that Serkan is in sweats this episode and Bedo Jim heard our cries because his <laughs> hair is combed back and even. It's not like super flat on the one side and Elvis curl on the. S- so I was just like, okay, I just cracked up because like I feel like that was a very fandom thing that they did for us um even if it is just his depressed look and he'll probably be back to all starchy and combed Hmm. over and hairsprayed when things are good but right anyways just had to point that out he has a very he has a very yeet look to him because his character yeet is very much looks like how he looks right now in these fragments so okay um anyhow so yeah that's all of our thoughts and then some about 19 as you can tell we like really love this episode I think this is one of the longest episodes we've ever done besides episode 11 maybe um're <laughs> at like two and a half hours right now so anyhow um thank you guys for sticking with us for this long um I check the Zazzle website soon for new merch it'll probably all be up and visible by this time tomorrow. Like I mm-hmm. said, Ashley's getting it put up, but it might not show up on the website for like 24 hours. But yeah. I will – I have the pictures saved of the mock-ups, so I will share those with you guys in the um, post for this episode on Instagram and Twitter. And um, yeah, find us all over social media. It's all in the episode notes. Check out North America 10. Um, they've got all kinds of goodies and things. If you um, sign up with their website, all kinds of resources for you and um, i feel like there was something else i wanted to say oh any of you in the in, here in the states uh, i hope you guys have a happy thanksgiving mm-hmm. um, on thursday the rest of you i just hope you have a lovely week and of course you'll find us uh, next week just dis- discussing whatever the heck goes down in uh, volume 20 so until next time good or shutes post to call